We'll go over it, obviously, in the whole thing. Yeah. What's oh, going on, YouTube? This is your boy, FC Violent, and this is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast, episode 16, man. Freshly back from my tan and got darker as hell. Ain't that right, Dirt? Hell so yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're about to get this started, man. Apologize for missing all last all, all last week, but you know, we're here now. So let's 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 get to these topics. We're gonna be discussing E3, the aftermath of E3, our initial impressions first, and Kofi got the score the score sheet to see who's actually correct and who and who's gonna hold that biggest L. Our E3 review in general and who and who won best in show. So before we even get to that, let's do our introductions, man. Left to right. Reggie, my guy, what you been up to, man? Do your intro. What is going on? You know, took a week off to just like taking everything that e3 had to offer um but you know it's me uh reggie aka zero aka master chief i'll go with that today um, <laughs> uh you know actually i am still playing the same game i cannot put down phoenix right man it's, it's just such a good game such a good game and on switch right oh yeah of course of course <laughs> i can take justice with me everywhere i go um, <laughs> And actually, I got back into Destiny 2. That old, you know, that, that old cigarette, that old pipe, whatever you want to call it, it came a-calling again. Yeah, man, that's what's up. I thought, you, I thought you gave up on it, man. I see you coming back to it, man. I got to give him credit that Season of Opulence is so far pretty good. Fair enough, um, man. They've done, and I got it for like fifteen dollars. I only had to pay full price. <laughs> That's what's up, my guy Pharaoh. What's going on, my dude? What you been up to, man? Not much. Uh, you know, just enjoying everything that is E three. Uh, not too much gaming right now, to be honest. But uh, got a little something, man. Got a little about an hour of Sekido in this weekend, so slowly pushing through. Fair enough, man. And my guy. Captain Pony himself, Kofi. What's going on, bro? What you been playing? Not much, man. As usual, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel made it to the final chapter. I'm a couple bosses from finishing the game and then eventually going on to Trails, uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3. So very exciting. I still have Days Gone going on. I still got um, Dreams going on. And I'm also playing uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 on my Vita because uh, I just got a second Vita for all my uh, Japanese gaming needs. So it's it's been really good, man. Very happy. Why are you going through Cold Steel so fast? I'm only on Chapter 3. Wait a minute. Wait. You're talking about Chapter 3 of Cold Steel 1, right? Cold Steel 1. <laughs> so my goal this year was to play four Cold Steel games in one year, like a big four-disc game. And it is the best way to play because you'll forget right, of the chapters. And then when characters come back in the sequels, it's just more hype. And, and look at it like this. Even if you're in the States, you can play three Trails games this year. That's true. You don't. You don't ever get burnt out. Um, you, to be honest, I'm getting a little close to burnt out. But guess what? I'm going to play when I beat Trails. I'm going to switch to Judge Eyes or Judgment. Or judgment in the in the states. Yeah, that's 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 a good transition right there, man. All right, yeah. and we got to introduce our guest, man. This is my brother right here, man, Dirk Griggity. If you have not checked his channel, please do so. I have his uh his Twitter page on the in the descriptions, and I'll be linking his uh his actual YouTube page in the in the chat below. My introduction to my to my guy, Dirk Griggity. He has a show on Wednesdays. Do your introduction, my dude. What you been playing? Oh, uh, what's going on, everybody? This is Dirk Griggity. Uh, I, you know, actually, I just recently beat a couple of PlayStation games. I uh, finished Days Gone. That shit took 90 hours. I don't know. That game was long as hell. But it was, long it was, was, it was, it was a decent game. Yeah, it was a decent game. Then also finished uh, Blood and Truth. 
on the PSVR. That was that was a dope game, man. I actually don't like the VR much, but that game right there like made me proud that I had a VR. Is it Take is that is that one of those games where you it, it's worth to pick up a VR for? No. No, I, I'm not gonna say it's worth to pick the whole VR up, but I already had one and I was about to sell it shit. So it's good it, if you're about to sell it. And you say, Oh no, let me play this before I sell it. You know, but no, it was a good game though. It was actually pretty good. That's what's up, man. Any any new videos this week? Yeah, I just made a video earlier today about uh my top five E3s this generation. You know, I said this is the last E3 of this current generation. So I just ranked my top five E3s this generation. That's what's up, man. It's a perfect time because when we just when we getting all into that, man. Yeah. And yeah. my British brother, man, what's going on, Dante Crisis? What you've been playing, bro? Uh, currently still playing Days Gone. I've finally gotten to the point where I'm going to be seeing the militia finally, and I'm currently also doing L.A. Noir as well. Going back to that one. Oh, great and game! Great game. It is. It is. A, it's. You know what? My opinion has changed on that from when I first played it. I was, I was really down and not a fan of the game when it first came out. But now looking back, playing it now, then I'm actually wiser. I'm older. Yeah. More experienced. I'm more seasoned, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying it. Doesn't ha does it? It helps. I'm also five star in every single fucking case at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, great it, game, man. It's a great game. It it, it, it's one of those games where it's just different, man. Especially if you you have that like uh, um, detective like background or like Sherlock mm -hmm. Holmes and shit like that. Any any type of um, uh, I guess love for that type of uh, genre, it's gonna be a game for you, man. So it's, it's a definitely definitely slept on game. But it also helps if you're right. a noir fan as well. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely true. And my guy, Captain Xbox, man, let's see if we'll still have that same energy at the end of the show. What's oh, going on, Nels, man? Do your introduction, my dude. What you been playing? Hey, what up? What up, Lord Butter Nubs here? Uh, as far as what I've been playing, just I've been I've been getting back into Borderlands because I got thrown up on Game Pass, so I've been giving that a spin again. Um, right. outside of that. Not a whole fucking lot. I've been doing a lot of work or working rather. So That's my work up, life balance right after E three for a little bit. <laughs> everything has to after everything has to rebalance itself, man. And I'm gonna do a quick shout out to the chat, man. I appreciate you guys coming back. Um, even though was, we were gone for a week. Quick shout out to Omar. What's going on, my dude? Uh consistent guest on the show. Uh Menma, I think that was Sage Mo Lewis. He has the same similar avatar. What's going on, dude? John B from from NC finally caught the show live. What's going on, my guy? Appreciate you coming through. Zero Hanma, uh, I think this is oh MM2K man. What's going on, man? We're about to really get into these topics, and I appreciate you guys for coming through. Hit that like button and share this out. Oh, Neverland just came through. What's going on, bro? All right, and real quick, what I've been playing? Ah, oh, well, you know, obviously I just got, was on vacation down in the down in the Caribbean, so it was really nice. I visited like a couple couple countries, you know, four countries. Not not bad. But uh, I've been I've been just testing out Game Pass on PC, man. It's actually pretty solid. The games, the game choices on there. Have you have you tried any of those games yet, Dante, or tried out the uh, PC versions uh, of of what of, of uh, Xbox games? Yeah, man. Game Pass PC. Nah, man, I, ain't touching, I ain't touching it. I said I, I've 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 made my I've made my thoughts clear. I mean, I, uh, I'm you not, one of those. I'm not, I'm not I'm not interested in Game Pass. Sorry. I I can understand some people some people want it, but I'm just I'm not down with the subscriptions. Sorry. All right, fair enough. What about you, uh, uh, Kofi? Have you have you tested it out? 
I'm sorry. I'm reading all these predictions and trying to organize this stuff. Can you ask me uh, again? No, no, nah, nah, you're, you're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, well, we'll get into this. Let's get into the gaming news, man. It seems like everybody's down. But if you are, if you do have a PC, um, Xbox Game Pass beta is out now. I just tested it. I'm downloading Football Manager 19 for those that like, you know, managing football teams, aka soccer teams for those guys in America. And uh, there's another game I've been playing. It's RPG. They have a lot of RTS and there's different type of games on there. So if you're bored of the Game Pass selections on Xbox, go on PC, man. So anyway, let's do the gaming news. Uh, let's, let's go to Nintendo first, man. What's going on, Reggie, in the Nintendo world? Uh, I mean, I guess overall, I'll probably just hold it. I know I'll keep it quick, but like, you know, everything at E3, right? You know, uh, Legend, Legend of Zelda, um, the big, you know, biggest thing to come out of there is that we're getting a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is huge. A direct sequel, like a direct sequel. That didn't happen since Majora's Mask. Right. No one, I, no one expected that. I think people were like, "Yeah, eventually we'll get Banjo Kazooie. Eventually, uh, Metroid will show up. Obviously, we're on the Animal Crossing. Nobody expected to hit us with the, the sequel to." Breath of the Wild, one of the greatest Zelda games of all time, and one of the greatest games in the past couple years. Um, so you know, I'm gonna keep it like I'm gonna keep it light so that when we discuss it in our actual full thing, we can go through each one. Okay, fair enough, man. Let's go to Xbox news, man. Captain Xbox, anything, any, anything this week or the past week? Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, there's no more backwards compatibility games this gen. They did their last uh, little hurrah at E3. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's done. Of that's course, you know, Game Pass is officially on PC now. That's pretty much common knowledge there. Um, still nothing as far as more information regarding the next-gen console there. Um, what I'm hoping is, or I guess what the rumor mill is, is that Pretty much all the OG Xbox games are going to be pretty much back to Battle and Scarlet when that launches there. I'm not going to hold my breath for that because I don't believe it. But um, yeah, outside of the Game Pass launch and backwards compatibility for Xbox One pretty much being done and over with, they're not adding any more to the list. That's pretty much it. Okay. Dante Christ, what's going on in the PC front, my guy? Um, it's another week and another goddamn shitstorm around Epic Store with the exclusivity of Shenmue 3. What? Yeah, Shenmue 3 is exclu- is going to be a year, apparently a year exclusive to Epic Store. And there is a major shitstorm around that, especially considering uh, the Steam page is still up and people are wanting to opt out and get refunds because they ordered the Steam version. And now YSNet and Epic are going to assess the situation with Shenmue 3's store exclusivity. So, goddamn, Epic Store cannot um, have yes. a fucking break. Wow, man, that's, that's crazy. Shenmue 3, trash. God, <laughs> Bruh, <this laughs> Hey, remember, remember, Dante, you said you was you was going to team up with Reggie, but you just talking about Shenmue. You can't, you, you can't team up with You got to stop <laughs> this dude. What, what, the Shenmue 3 is trash? <laughs> I'm not a Shenmue. That's the problem. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I, I'm. I never played the Shenmue game. It wasn't my deal. It was back on Dreamcast, and obviously, I didn't get the Dreamcast. I was a PS2 guy. Uh, that that being a Shenmue and trash will never be uttered in the same sentence. Again. Exactly. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't about know. to do. Go, 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 go
Oh, hey, real quick, real quick. <laughs> the first time I think first dirt videos I watched is he has a hilarious, I mean, it's hilarious now, but a video on why dirt has a love hate relationship with Shimu, man. You want to do a real quick synopsis? Okay, I'll be real quick. <clears throat> this when I was a little bit younger in my early 20s, showing my age now. So I was a big Dreamcast guy, love Sega, love Shimu trailer. Bought the game, didn't really have the money to buy the game. Bought it anyway. Ex-wife said, what the hell is wrong with you? We have bills to pay. We don't have no food in the house. I still bought the fucking game anyway. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, so when I bought the game, I realized, shit, I was wrong for this. Now, you know, back in the day, you know, you opened up a game, you you couldn't take it back. <laughs> you still can't. Right, 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 right. Still not to this day. So I played the game. I I couldn't enjoy it because I knew I was wrong for this shit. Had to go to marriage counseling. Had to talk to our pastor. She called my mama. It, it was a shit storm, and um, pretty much, man, that was the <laughs> that was the uh, start of the downfall of our marriage. I swear on everything, man. I was about to say, you said you said ex wife, so I'm assuming that's where everything started going downhill. Yeah, I, I mean, that wasn't the, the the only reason why we broke up, but it was. You know, it was you know my fault. Obviously, I you know now I know I was an asshole or idiot for doing that. But back then, I was like, she move over everything. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, check out the full video. Listen, listen, listen. Check out the full video. Dirt. It's a, it's hilarious, man. He has a lot of funny videos. It's fuck. I was crying laughing when I was watching that, man. Definitely, definitely check out his channel. Because all I heard was Chimu. Ruined the relationship. I was and about to say, hundred percent every day trash. <laughs> relationships. <laughs> listen, listen. Anyway, don't make that same mistake, dirt on on the Shimu three, man. You got you got to be careful. Uh, man, that game looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hey, man, it's too much, too much blasphemy wrong. going on, man. Too much <laughs> if he's not wrong, the game feels the game looks like a goddamn polished up Dreamcast. Hey, hey listen, I'm listen, sorry. nostalgia, nostalgia, still king, man. I'm definitely copying Shimu no matter what. And real quick, what's going on, Yobi? What's going on, Snow Bunny? King player Cali Rex, man. I see you guys. We're almost through the uh the gaming uh the gaming news and we'll get into these topics. And I left out the uh Sony guy for last. Co Kofi, man, what's going on in the Sony Sony news, man? The biggest news from Sony is more in the rumor space. A lot of it is around Sony's acquisitions of possible second party or third party studios. Now that's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's nothing concrete. A lot of people have shown uh little charts of kojima productions allegedly being a little bit closer to first party than second and, and that's a tough call because i i personally think that he's going to stay second party at least for the foreseeable future but i know that he shares an engine with guerrilla games and they i was just listening to an interview that ign put together on uh i think it's on ign both ign's but i was listening on the japan side and he basically talks about how like these engines they they both operate separately for their games but they share so much code that if one developer were to change something significant it could affect moving forward um you know guerrilla games's product so i just thought that was really interesting um the other thing is the back and forth about which console is going to be more powerful oh, next gen oh my god it's nerve-wracking right now crazy man please i see so oh many people god. doing i know it's content but god i want to like i immediately exit out of those videos like no it's nerve-wracking man it's nerve-wracking what's the right point now? right what's the hilarious thing is the hilarious thing is from my side from a pc guy when i look at a lot of the deep when i deep dive underneath all of that surface shit 
a lot on the PC side at least. What's really interesting, a lot of the PC people is the custom hard drive that that the PS5 is going to be using. There's a lot of speculation on what that's going to be. Mm. Like that's that's where a lot of the discussion on what on the side that I'm looking at is is a lot of people comparing what the hard drives are going to be like and what the custom and the speed and everything's going to be. Yeah, I completely agree. That, that's what I've been hearing the most, too. And then, obviously, Xbox came forward, and, and they seem to have the same thing, maybe, at you know at their E3 press conference. So I think it's going to be the exact same thing, if anything, minute differences. Well, yeah, and like, yeah. this is all speculation. Every day is... Facts. Just Xbox is more... PlayStation is more powerful. That's why every day I was. Yeah. This is nerve breaking at this point, man. I'm it's just crazy. gonna stand on my sortbox and just pronounce myself the PC Master Race. There you go. That's all you can do, man. <laughs> there you go. PC Master Race. <laughs> I'm yeah. off my soapbox. Oh, although 4K 120 is crazy. I'm at the increase. What the hell is that? It's not like some daddy daycare in here. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> oh, somebody karaoke in the background. Oh. <laughs> you all good? <laughs> Oh man! All right, well, perfect timing, Pharaoh. Man, do do your economics of uh, the video game world, man. What's going on, man? Who's winning? I, man, I've been so busy catching up on these press conferences, I actually don't have anything for you. Sorry, oh, fair, fair enough, no problem. We got twenty eight people watching right now. Hit that like button, share this out. We're about to get into the main topics. Kofi, let's do your Kofi E three fact check, man. First of all, before you tell who wins and loses, tell do go do a rundown on who said what. And who got caught the biggest L? And I believe it's uh, Reggie. But anyway, go ahead. Yo, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go through it. I'll let all the listeners know that there's three sections for these uh, for these predictions. It's expectations, things we wanted mm -hmm. to see, and then like some sort of bold prediction. Um, I, I I don't. I'll just go through it. I'll just go through it because he yeah. took the biggest L. He took the biggest L, <laughs> and he's gonna fucking admit it. It did just That's what this is. <laughs> All right, I'll just go ahead. Nubs, uh, you're target number one. Here we go. Your expectations were that there were three more studio acquisitions announced on stage. And the second prediction you had was four or five new IPs were oh, sequenced out on stage. Damn, Nubs. Nubs okay, I'll stick, with, I'll stick with just the type. So going on to predictions, Pharaoh, um, three predictions from you. You said announcement of new Xboxes and two new SKUs. Okay. You said, uh, and no, actually, that was the only expectation that you had. Um, the others, you just thought that Sony's specs wouldn't be as impressive as Xbox's. And yeah, you and Nubs agreed on the, the fact that there would be a price point for the lower. So you guys predicted there, there would still be an Anaconda and a, uh, what was the? Um, Lockhart. Yeah, I'm oh. sorry. Lockhart would be cheaper than the PS5 so that it would have a lower entry point for you know new gamers to join um and then of course anaconda would be the more powerful choice and it looks like there isn't even going to be two xboxes they're, they're just going to release one console by looks it, of it and that yeah that's what it seems like uh moving on reggie oh, expectations he did say um, scarlet family though you got to remember that he did he did say scarlet console well yeah we'll see we'll see um <laughs> reggie so you had three things i think you were expecting some sort of uh, Halo Reach, part of like, I don't know, some sort of Halo Reach. You said something like a Master Chief Collection, but my understanding is that's already out, right? No, well, he, I mean, it was... Oh, okay, yeah, it's not PC. out. Yeah, so I guess yeah. you were expecting to see that. Um, you wanted to see Battletoads. Uh, you expected to see oh. a Fable sequel. Um, 
That was it. That was, so those are like the four things. One of the things you mentioned is that the Xbox Sad Edition would be ignored. So I get. I don't know if that should count, but that was ignored. I mean, it was ignored. <laughs> it, it, like, to keep it fair, so was the Nintendo DS. It was also it was ignored. True. True. Um, really quick shout out to Bloody Knuckles, um, his YouTube channel. I don't know if he's here. Um, you know, he has a Smash podcast. He also made um, predictions when we were there. He thought that there would be some show up by a Japanese developer, whether Capcom, Bandai, or Sega made an announcement. So he, he hit some really good points here because yeah, both Bandai and Sega uh, had some pretty significant stuff during the show. Not just um, that, not just that, but there was also, if we're going to talk Japanese developers, is Shenmue Free? That is Japanese development, and that was on the PC PC Gamer uh, panel. Oh, so he was about that. Yeah, I see, y'all motherfuckers go. sleep on the P, on the PC shit. Like, so many motherfuckers slept on Devolver Digital as well. Devolver Digital had one of the best conferences as well. Devolver Dante, Dante, and the dude who like was lost and looking for the Nintendo conference was the only people watching that fucking dog shit ass PC pr press conference. Anyway, oh, go I'm on. just gonna, I'm gonna pull out my white ass so you can kiss the dog. <laughs> oh. I don't know about all that, man. Go ahead, Kobe. Finish. So, last two things from Bloody was he thought that either Compulsion Games or is there um a studio called Playground or what Playground? I don't play. Yes, Playground there is games. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he thought that some of the I think smaller third party studios were going to get acquired. He also predicted a new Splinter Cell game that may have been first on Xbox, like a timed exclusive. Yeah, that's, that's oh, ain't never that ain't never going out. I was so shocked when I saw the cell phone game. I was like, is this is a joke. Am I a joke to you? Wait, which one? Which one? Because the one for me was Commander Keen. Oh, Commander Keen was a heartbreak. No, they did one for basically it was the Ubisoft conference and all of their major oh, the character yeah. mobile game. So Sam and the guy from the division. And it was the like bus. The Clancy yeah. bus. Like that's the last time you're gonna see Sam Fisher in that trash yeah, game. That shit yeah, is dead. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Reggie. If I see you in person, man. <laughs> So right, the rumor was they couldn't. Uh, in terms of, uh, no, it's okay. FC Violent, you're next. Uh, the the thing is, uh, and as I start to go through our responses next year, we're going to have to be very strict with what we predict. I'm sorry, what we expect. Yep. Um, you basically said um, that the third party support from Japanese devs only being on PlayStation was going to end at this conference. That they were going to have some sort of I was motion right. forward. Uh, it, it, there was steps towards that, um, and that you uh, see. Xbox being the most powerful console next gen, and that there would be some refreshing new IPs. You didn't, you just said plural. Um, actually, Flight no, Simulator, Age of Empires came back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it didn't come back. Right. It's a god. No, it didn't. It's a god. Technically, I'm right. It's a re release of Age of Empires 2, motherfucker. I don't know You're if we wrong. should count that. No. Technically, no. I'm right. Listen, no, listen, somatic, somatic, somatic. Right? Battletoads, that's an old, old IP, right? Yeah, but Battletoads, well, to be honest, with the iteration we got of Battletoads, I'm, my hype immediately fucking died down. You can see I ain't say it was going to be yeah. good. I just said <laughs> IP's coming back. <laughs> Battletoads makes your move look like, like The Last of Us 2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It was it, it it was like what it was like watching me see a horrible car <laughs> crash in, in slow oh motion. My, oh my days! All right, go. Hey, so Cole, what was yours, man? Yeah, right so now it looks I, like I'm killing it. But go ahead. So my bold prediction was that Miss Walker was somehow going to be revived um, oh, and shit. announce. Yeah, some Lost Odyssey too. That was me in Fantasyland Space Cadet. That's a bold um, prediction. <laughs> and then my normal expectations was two new IPs and one 
I guess second party IP. I, I was very vague also in my my second bullet part. But yeah, two new IPs because I thought they'd show gameplay for both, and they wanted to cut down any trailers and show gameplay. So before I try to make some sort of calculation out of this, I just want to say the biggest loser was Xbox because all of us thought we'd see gameplay. All of us. How all Max. of us would be wrong? To be honest, I'm just so glad that I didn't make any predictions that you could fucking go back on. <laughs> I know, I know. You get to sit on the sideline and laugh at us. Oh, I'm going had... to. <sighs> Expectation is the mother of all fucking failures, and that's why I can just sit back in my lovely chair, lean back, drink my Red Bull, smoke that's my bed, and laugh at all of you. <laughs> all right, now, nah, part so we can let you get into the thing, man. We got we got to finish this. So, so yeah. Kofi. So, I... I am reluctantly going to hand this L to Reggie. I'm sorry, man. You made the <laughs> most wrong predictions. You said something about a, a new Ubisoft Nintendo IP. You thought that um, um, Nintendo... Oh, yeah, so this isn't just around Xbox, right? You thought that uh, a new Nintendo IP was going to be revived. Um, the yeah. one thing you did get right was that you predicted a Smash character from Xbox as DLC. on yes. So shout, shout out to you for that. Uh, but then you said four new IPs from Xbox. Um, that that was a pipe dream. I feel like if we could have got that. The only, I mean, I'll take the L. The only reason I feel bad about it is I do feel bad that there wasn't another Ubisoft Nintendo collab. I felt strongly about that one. Like, that's going to happen. The last I, one was Ray, Rayman for Smash. I thought, yeah, I thought, that would actually be pretty dope. I thought we were just going to get uh, uh, the, the last game, just part two. I just thought we were going to get a sequel to that game. Dang. All right, man. That's what's up, man. So, like I said, Reggie, I knew when you, I knew when you said that comment hey, last. Man, bloody. <laughs> said that I knew I knew it was over. Oh, bloody knuckles going on, man. All right, let's bloody let's, man, let's get into... give you a quick shout out, man. Your predictions hey, were pretty close, man. So, yeah, you were on it. And my man John B from NC said, "Why would you hold back? Sony wasn't there. Go all out to get people to invest in Xbox. That's true. We'll get into that. But let's do our initial impressions after." Watching the show, what was your initial thoughts? I'm gonna go straight to Dante. What is your initial thoughts after watching the E3 conference or any of the? Let's, I guess we could talk Xbox if you want. But what was your initial thoughts after seeing it? It was middle of the road for me. I, it really was. Um, a lot of what a lot of what I expected, like in my heart, like just general stuff. EA was a fucking snooze fest. Uh, Microsoft. Um, Nubs is gonna make this excuse. Well, I say excuse, but to him, it's facts. They're not. They're not trying to sell consoles anymore, which I I, I solemnly don't honestly believe because he said this on uh, my on my podcast about uh, E3. Um, I'm disappointed. I didn't see gameplay. Um, they dropped the ball on a couple of things. Battle Toads. Thank you very much for now ruining my fucking hopes of seeing a good fucking Battle Toad, a good looking Battle Toads game. Um. Ubisoft, goddamn! You wanna you wanna watch a fucking a modern representation of the Hindenburg disaster? That's pretty much a goddamn representation. Everything was going well, and then it just fucking crashed and burned. Um, Square Enix did really well. Um, Nintendo knocked it out of the park because they just basically catered to their fans and gave their fans what they wanted, which was fucking smart of them. Uh, PC gaming saw pretty much everything I expected. Uh, Devolver Digital was basically a big giant acid trip without touching acid. Um, and my biggest takeaway: subscriptions and life uh, subscriptions and fucking streaming. And that is the worst fucking thing I could have come away from thinking. All right, man. Fair enough. 
And let's go back to Reggie. What is your initial thoughts of uh, either each conference or what? What do you, or, or of E3 in general? Oh, and Bethe- sorry, Bethesda was up and down as well, and then they killed me with Commander Keen. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just do each conference and let's start with Bethesda. Like, yeah, Commander Keen was like a real kick in the nostalgia because that that was something like I I played a lot of that as a kid. Um, and you know he's directly related to the Wolfenstein guy, BJ Blazkowicz. He's his descendant. Yeah, so it's it, it was it was great to see him, and then they were like, well, no, here's where he really belongs on a mobile game. It's like okay, um, Nintendo absolutely loved uh, Square Enix. I was surprised that they came so strong. I don't think we've seen Square Enix come strong in a long time. They just don't have anything. The last couple of years, all they've been telling us is Final Fantasy VII and Kingdom Hearts III is coming at some point. Um, and at least we know we got Kingdom Hearts III, and at least we've seen actual gameplay of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Ubisoft was an utter disaster. Um, it's absolutely terrible that the best thing I think at the Ubisoft conference was Just Dance. No, and uh, Watch Those Legion was, that's the worst thing. Watch Those Legion started off really strong like that. I've not cared about Watch Dogs since the first one. Wasn't didn't care about two. Legion made me very interested. That's You're right. I will give it to everything that did look pretty good. Um, particularly, I, I'm curious about it to see just how long it gets old into switching into the same character models over and over again. Um, but it does look much better than any of the other Watch Dogs we got. But again, it's just those two. It's just just Dance and Watch Dogs, and it just put a steep tumble downhill. Uh, I thought Microsoft did very well for the exception of like really not a lot of gameplay. Um, I, I think that was a really miss for them because Nintendo always shows gameplay. It's just what they do. That's how they run their tree houses. It's like, we're gonna show you this. And then right after this, see that we play the game that we got to see gameplay Final Fantasy VII was a, to me a huge ding on Xbox. Cause you know, Square Enix, we know how Square Enix operates. Um, and for them to actually have us something to show, and you, you don't really show much, uh, unless, and I, I will give him a lot of credit, if the Halo trailer, when, he, when the HUD pops up, if that's actual gameplay. Apparently it's in engine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Although still, there's, it's still not moving. It's just him walking in front of the sky. So like, let's see him fight the Covenant and the rest and really see what it looks like. Um, but so that was a little disappointing. But overall, I like the Microsoft's conference. I think they did well for having not their major competitor being there. Um, PC game, I actually didn't mind a PC gaming conference. It was fine. Uh, Devolver always shows up and has a great time with it. So I'm always happy that they're there. Um, EA's, EA to me, I think actually gets the worst. And because while Ubisoft is bad because, oh, look at these things that you're doing to games. EA's was just simply boring. I just wasn't interested in anything they were showing. Um, they've got a new Apex character. Who cares? Um, I guess season two is coming now. Apex? Three. Three cares. Um, for you Madden people, I don't even think the Madden like people care anymore. Like, I, I did. I, I, that was actually the highlight of that. Like Outside of... I think we lost on the hand hand yeah. drive through about to order some food. By the way, I agree still, with John B. Back. I agree with John B. Sorry. I mean, I mean the 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 E3 con- the Madden thing, and forgive me, I've not played Madden in years, but like now the players have, I guess, their special, let's call them special moves, for lack of a better term. 
um, where it's like they have their game breaker moves with what they're known for on the field in real life, they'll be able to perform really effectively in the game as well. So I guess that's cool. Again, I don't know. It's, Madden is interesting, right? It's Madden. We all know what to expect from it. Um, so, you know, overall, I think it was a pretty milk toast E3. Nobody really came out there and showed out, right? Like everybody had some good stuff to show. And even, you know, Nintendo was great, but nothing to show outside of like Breath of the Wild, nothing to show was too like, oh my gosh. It was, yeah, it's about time you give us Animal Crossing. Uh, we knew the the other Link to the Past game was coming out or the, the Zelda Rhythm game. We knew that was coming out. Um, Banjo, again, we've been wanting him for forever. And that, that, that you already gave us Ridley it just meant banjo was a matter of time, right? Like it's not, it's not an if. It's just a word. I'd say uh, Nintendo was solid on actually giving us release dates as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but like that's, it's just a regular conference. Thing, right? What made you know when we started this, it was like, what do we enjoy about E three? Nothing that I tend to enjoy about E three really hit me this year. Like it was, it was just kind of okay. I mean. It was one of those things where I didn't even really felt like I needed to like tune in live. I was just like, I'll catch it when I get home watching on YouTube. Yeah, that's a very solid point, man. I, I kind of echo a little, most of what you said, but let's let's get into the guests, man. Dirt, what is your yeah. initial impressions of E3, my guy? Well, first off, I like to say I'm one of those guys that just love to see gaming stuff. Um, you know, I get excited to watch some gaming stuff. With that being said, uh, EA's was terrible. Don't need to go into that. Um, you know, I actually thought Ubisoft was okay because that Watchdog Legions, uh, Legions, that's what it's like. Yeah, it looked amazing to me. Um, I'm a fan of the first two Watchdog games, so yeah, that looked great. I thought Ubisoft's conference, conference was okay if you like expansions, um, you know, for the Division, for Rainbow Six Siege, you know. So that was their conference pretty much, but it was okay conference. Square Enix was pretty decent. Um, I'm not a Nintendo fan at all, but I can tell that it was a great conference for Nintendo fans. Um, now, me as an Xbox guy, I was disappointed with Xbox conference. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, shit. What else? Well, I mean, maybe it was our fault for expecting it to be more than what it was. But also, Xbox does hype us up, saying we have 14 new Xbox Studio games. Oh, shit, y'all, they got 14 new games. And, you know, so, uh, you know, maybe that's our fault. But, they do hype us up. So overall, um, I think E3 was, I think it was okay this year. Not amazing, not the worst. It was okay overall. Right. Fair enough, man. All right, Pharaoh, what's what's your initial thoughts of E3 this year? Um, I, I, I feel like we, ha we saw some good shows, but I thought all in all, you're in that weird transition phase where people just don't want to release certain things before... Um, before next the next gen, yeah. So I think we saw, I think we saw a little bit of that, especially from from the uh, from the from Microsoft. I think we saw a lot of that from Microsoft. Um, but there were other people I was impressed from. I've only saw four press conferences. Um, the most impressive to me was was Square Enix. I I thought they um they doubled down on who they were and they came with you know, storytelling game after storytelling game, whether it was RPG, um, they had some first persons, they had some MMOs. Um, 
But um, all in all, I, I just think we did see a lot of a, a lot of good games, but nothing that you know outside of what Final Fantasy VII remake that really knock you off your feet. Um, and and Avengers look good. Um, but I mean, uh, other than that, I think it was just a steady show. Just you know, give give us some good games to hold us off until you know next next gen. That, that's pretty much how I felt. Fair enough, man. And Sony Pony himself, man, Kofi. What's your what's your initial impressions of E three? Sad. So I, I, I saw. Um, I did not see all the conferences. I missed Ubisoft's conference. I have not seen Legion. So I, I will remove that. But I'll say this. Xbox's format was great. I felt like the the reveal of games was pushing people off the stage because that's all they wanted to talk about, except for when, you know, Keanu Reeves came out. You're breathtaking. And, and that's right. So we're watching it together. Me, um, cringe, uh, Dante, and Nubs watch it together on his live stream. And there, there was some certain parts I was really excited about. I'm a huge PSO2 fan, Fantasy Star Online 2. I currently play it. So when I found out it was coming out for Xbox, I was like, I was clapping, and it was so funny because that was the one moment I had to step away from the live stream. Um, and then I came back, and you know, they were talking about gears. Um, a really quick negative that I, I just strongly dislike. Whenever a new IP is about, not a new IP, whenever a huge game like Gears is coming out, show some gameplay. And it brings me back to like when I first saw something like Uncharted 2 or Uncharted 3 gameplay. Yes, it's a scripted event, anything in Uncharted, but man, it blew me away. And with the open world promise that we're hearing about Gears 3, that's what I expected to see on the stage. Like for example, in, in um, Uncharted 2, I don't remember the specific scene, but Drake and Chloe are fighting together and somehow like the building there in collapses and it collides with another building and drake and, and chloe go through the glass when i first saw that i was like yo that game like get, they, i'm throwing my money hoping somebody catches it over at naughty dog that <laughs> is what i hope to see because i'm expecting to spend uh, 60 bucks on on gears anyway I'm, I'm a big gears fan so to see less gameplay showed a five than we saw a four when that was coalition's first game that doesn't make any sense and it's three months away and it's three months yeah. away. And it's your biggest game of basically the last of the gen, right? Because 343, they're yeah. going. They're going to Yeah, that's... Mm -hmm. uh, so, fucking, I don't, I don't understand that. You're right. Go ahead. Um, it just... That really uh, was a downer for me. Uh, going on to Nintendo. So um, a couple people on the Twitter, you know, on the Twitterverse, have made graphics of all the games coming out between now and sometime in 2020. I drown, I'm drowning in this stuff, man. Between like Collection of Mana and Super Mario Maker, Dragon Quest Builders, uh, Spyro, Nino Kuni, Dragon Quest, Zelda Link's Awakening, all the Resident Evil games, Luigi's Mansion. It, like people go broke looking at this list. So my, my wallet. Say, yeah, your, your wallet is done. Like I My wallet is called the cops on me for fucking abuse. <laughs> very much money I'm going to be spending not only on Nintendo games, but games in general going into 2020. It's it's really impressive, and I'll be honest. The the number one for me is I want the Dragon Quest Eleven S. Uh, you know the remaster remake. Um, I do have a Switch. It gathers dust in Smash, uh, but now I can revive it because of Smash. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, okay, Square Enix guys, seeing the Final Fantasy VII remake. I'll be honest, man. I got a little emotional when you were watching the boss fight and the scorpion thing was running on the walls and shooting the missiles. And then I think about what it looked like in 1997. Yo, did that not blow your mind? I was did just not like, make I you feel old. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I was so happy. I'll be honest. My mom called me when I was watching that video, and I strongly thought about just hanging up on her. 
because I wanted this video. I was watching it on my phone, so I strongly considered. <laughs> you just said you was gonna hang up on your mom just so you could finish watching the <laughs> trailer. So <laughs> <laughs> That's when you gotta step outside and reevaluate life, man. <laughs> but here's the thing: I ended up answering the call, and then I missed Tiffa's reveal. So then I came back, and I was like, "Oh, oh they showed Tiffa, and you know her Tifa. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tifa. Um, um. What's your thoughts on her look, though? Remember, we had a whole topic on this. What's your thoughts? We did. I'm glad they kept the original design. I'm glad. I'm glad they've they've kept it. I'm gonna. I'm very happy. I see some people like nitpicking, like she's a real person and needs to like go work out or something. That's that's crazy. It's it's great. It's great. I'm happy with it. Uh, I'm happy they showed a lot of action in battle with her, Barrett, um, Cloud. So. It, I was very pleased. Uh, guys, I always take the menu approach. If I can come to the restaurant of gaming and I can pick one great game from each party, uh, I don't know about Xbox right now, but that that's pretty good. That's a pretty good walk away for me. I'm going to spend $120 because I'm really excited about E3. I should be really excited about Gears 5, but, you know, it ain't give me much. You're still getting it, though. I, I am going to get it. Because he's a slave right to gaming. He's a slave to gaming. All right, man. That's a very good impressions, man. I don't know, Nubs. Is your is your mic working? Are you home yet? I take that as a no. I will say this: if it works, I can I can talk. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. All right, we'll go do your initial impressions, man. Be honest, man. Be candid. Oh, I I am a hundred percent going to be honest. So, uh, I wasn't a fan of Microsoft. Oh, and Microsoft wasn't a fan of your mic. Exit stage left. All right. Well, while he click tonight. While he comes back, I'll do mine real quick. I didn't get to watch all of E3. Like I said, I was on a ship, um, in the middle of the fucking ocean. So, the E3 that I did watch, I did watch Nintendo's and I watched Microsoft's. My initial impression of Microsoft was, what the fuck? I was actually quite upset um initially because i'm like i i ain't step away just to watch this real quick uh from my festivities to see absolutely nothing <laughs> i'm like what is what is this uh we'll go into more details of that in our rant section oh, yeah. um and nintendo's actually i was actually quite impressed with nintendo um to the point where i'm actually buying a switch like in like next wow. no next shit months, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna buy one <laughs> I'm gonna give you uh, my goddamn friend idea. I demand to be your first ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy one. It definitely, definitely. I gotta, you know, I'll be talking so much shit about Reggie and his Nintendo uh, followers. Uh, I, th- I think, I think it's safe to say you could probably put the hit down on me now. It's no, no longer needed, needed, need to put a hit on me. Well, um, so, welcome. so yeah, so the banjo kazooie thing was dope. I, what I like to do is I like to see people's expressions. So I looked up the YouTube expression, like uh, <laughs> uh, uh banjo kazooie. The Nintendo guys were going crazy. Yo. You should have seen me. I was jump. I was lit. You could look at my channel. I was jumping up and fucking down. I, I see. That's what I'm saying. I, I see. I love about. I love gamers who are passionate about games. That's like my thing. And I saw that. I was like, yo, that's dope. That's that's like I don't. know, That's just nostalgia for me. And then like seeing people excited about that is dope. I mean, that's what I mean. Like when I think Dante was mentioning how Nintendo did did the show for their fans, and you could tell because they were so excited about it. Now. Last year's E3 for Xbox for me was similar to that with Halo Infinite, but I didn't get that emotion at all, except for Age of Empires. I was actually happy that showed up because I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play that, but I'm going to be playing that on the PC. But anyway, so that's my initial impressions. 
And can I give, a, can I give one thought on the, uh, the the Microsoft conference? It just hit me. What the Microsoft conference essentially was was a fucking teaser trailer for E3 2020. Exactly. That's, that's it, a it, great it, point because it was. It, that's uh, a good yep. point. That's, that's the exact point I was trying to get at. Like, it was, this was this E3 time. Yeah, but see, the thing is, I'm, I'm tired of saying that. Like, for Xbox guys, the whole weight to E3 is dead. Like, we should no longer have to I know, keep saying I'm that stuff. To be funny. What, I was being sarcastic what, when I said that. I, I know. I know you're being funny, <laughs> but I'm still kind of pissed off at it. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. we have 14 studios now. Now, well, let's see. They, they picked 15 up now. 15. Yeah, they have 15 development studios and the the 50 the 15 is the uh, the global publishing which develops already cup at things like that but that that's 15 and we we saw we did see games but we didn't see any gameplay we got games coming out like gears 5 is literally around the corner why are you not why are you not showing gameplay of the story and we're watching this fucking this add-on for what like i don't want i don't care about that shit like i'll play it when i play but i want to see the story you know what's even oh, worse man. about that? You know what's even worse about that? And it's something that I echoed when uh, they would when the coalition guys came out and said that um that they've been learning the good reception about Gears 4 and all of that shit. And I was like, I was I was looking, I was thinking, here's the problem. One of your first forays into the fucking into gears didn't turn out well. I'm sorry, but even to this day, Gears uh Gears Ultimate Edition still runs like shit on my PC. Mm. Like I run it like is thing. I run. I ran recommended specs for that motherfucker. Even when I had my three ninety X, now I've got a twenty eighty now, and that game still runs like hot garbage at seven twenty low. That's All when right. you've got a problem. But Gears Four runs like. And the thing that confuses me is Gears Four runs beautifully. Like Gears Four runs like fucking hot butter off a frying pan. So it's like. What did you have your fucking C team work on that? Like Mass Effect Andromeda was worked on by the fucking C team? Probably. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's, like, that's, that's, that's what that's what worries me about Gears 5. It's like we're seeing nothing for it. And you're coming out here and talking about all the goodwill you've got from the fucking Gears community with how well you did. But you've got you've you've had two examples. One of them ran like shit, though looked really good, and the other one was fantastic, but a lot of people would say character-wise is mediocre, even though I really like JD. Like, I do love Gears 4, even even though a lot of people, and I do agree with this uh, sentiment, that it's kind of a rehash, because in a way it is. But, like, that, I, I'm really genuinely cautious about Gears 5 right now. Yeah, and and it's unfortunate, man. And let's get let's get into the 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 actual grades and opinions and or rants. Um, but before we get, I'm gonna give Nubs another shot, man. Has Microsoft restored your mic, man? Are you good, Nubs? That's a no. All right, I'm gonna say bye for that. There we go. There we go. Yeah, Nubs. All right, man. You're back. You good? I'm good. I'm still not home yet, but I'm good. Sorry. All right. All right. So real quick, do your initial uh, E3 impressions before we get to the next topic. We just did. You already did. Well, you were talking, and then and, uh, Phil Spencer came through, kicked you through the through the laptop screen, and uh, took took your mic off. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, we didn't hear you. Hear that. <laughs> oh shit! And he did it again. All right, All right no problem. Microsoft hit squad on. Exactly. He's like, we can't have Captain Xbox talking the uh, blasphemous blasphemous stuff, but it's all good, man. Real quick, man. Let's 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 get to the next topic. But hit that like button. Do a quick shout out again to the chat, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, coming back. I see a hustle motivate. What's going on, bro? Snow Bunny four two six. Yes, man. I'm, I'm I'm gonna buy a switch. I've been I've been talking about getting it for a while, but I'm gonna pull the plug and do it. Uh, my birthday is September, so I'm getting it then. 
Uh, Zoid. Uh, of becoming an actual gamer. I'm always a gamer. I believe my PC is better than yours, sir. But anyway, oh, we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it moving. All right, let's let's go to let's go to Pharaoh, man. What what is your opinions and and, and or and or or do you have any rants or or thoughts on the E3? And what is your grade for Microsoft, for Nintendo, for Square? Uh, no, let's let's stick to the to the console manufacturers. So, what's your grade for Microsoft? What's your grade for Nintendo? Um. I'll give Microsoft a, a solid B. Um, a B? That's high. Why? Because if we go into my, my, you know, what I've been saying about Microsoft, it, they stay consistent to what I've said. They've already, for the most part, they, they've been setting up for the next gen. They've already, you know, conceded this gen to PlayStation, but they still wanted to show a commitment to games. They showed that commitment. They showed 60 games. They showed, you know, their 14 titles. Um, so they, they did show that they, they did show um, goodwill to the to, to, to their uh, supporters that, hey, we have games. We're planning to continue a commitment to games. But, you know, as we all know, you won't really get to reap those awards until the next gen. I think every real Xbox fan knows that. I mean, we. Would have been nice to see some more gameplay, yes. But what I think happened, which what I which what I said was going to happen, was that Microsoft was going to kind of um, overreact to Sony not being present. So I think what happened was was that they had all these companies that wanted to be on the Xbox stage because they weren't going to be allowed to be on the Sony stage because Sony wasn't going to be present. So they got flooded with so many games that they probably didn't have a chance to show gameplay. I'm sure that if if, if Sony was was having a, a press conference, I'm sure we would have seen some Gears gameplay. But with everything that they wanted to show and all the third-party games, especially the fact that they wanted to show that they had Japanese support now, I think that kind of just fell on the back burner. And I, like I said, this was going to be uh, Sony's chance to say, hey, Xbox, you have the floor. You're either going to fall on your face or you're going to look great. And either way, we're not going to be hurt by it. So I think for some people, Xbox fell on his face. For other people, like me, it was just like, uh, it's kind of what I expected. So. Fair enough, man. That's that's a good... You made a very a lot of good points there, so I'll give you credit for that, man. What, what do you think about Nintendo's conference? Nintendo. I thought Nintendo had a solid conference. I thought they pretty much catered to their core fan base. But gosh, you didn't have to link me to death. Like... <laughs> I feel like I saw a link like every like five minutes. Breath of the Wild um, Two is gonna be a Breath big game Wild. though. Yeah, yeah Breath of the Wild good. Two, Link's Awakening. Hey, Breath yeah. of the Wild Two is actually apparently from what's being from what the producers said, it's actually going to be a darker game than Majora's Mask, which is gonna be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, what's that, up, man? Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I you know, I'm most excited for, for Sword and Shield. So Yep, facts. Um but you can't catch them all anymore. Yeah, the, the game the games that, that caught my uh my biggest interest between Nintendo and Microsoft's press conference was uh Sword and Shield. I, I I still need to jump into Breath of the Wild, so I can't get excited for a sequel and I haven't played the original. I do plan on buying a Switch myself um around October. Um and uh and 12 minutes. I I, I just like that style of gameplay. 
Oh, that top down one, right? Yeah. Well, that yeah. game looked dope. Yeah, that game. Yeah, that bad. game looked like like fire. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing a lot of 12 minutes. Um, but but overall, like I said, I I thought it was a good show. Um, by most, you know, EA they they screw up as usual. I still got to catch up on Bethesda and Ubisoft. I, I I've heard that Ubisoft kind of fell on their face after 20 minutes. So I'll see. Uh, right. So what was Nintendo's grade? I didn't, I didn't hear. It. I would give uh, I give Nintendo a B plus. Okay, so better than all right. That's that's uh, pretty, B, pretty, based, pretty on, based on the fact that they that they actually catered strongly to their base. Facts. They, they they gave their fans what they wanted. So facts. Um. If, if it was just based on like just the games, I'd probably give them a B2 because I like you hit me with too much length. Like, show me some diversity, please. You okay. know, Luigi's Mansion is cool, but you know, show, show me something. All right, real, real quick before, before, before I push it to the next guest, John B, man, you got a lot to say, man. He says it's too late for Xbox when it comes to RPGs. Up, up until recently, they told fans like me from the 360 to fuck off, and now they're trying to ram in more JRPGs at the last minute. Hey Thanks. man, you got you, you got to do what you got to do, man. There's a big relationships for next gen. Ex- exactly. You, uh, you, if you know the story, you know there was a shakeup in the in the Xbox yeah. hierarchy. Exactly. I mean, obviously, when there comes to shakeup, new things have to happen, and the damages that were done, you got to rebuild those those mm-hmm. those connections, and that's hey. what they've been doing the last three last so, two e threes. Yeah, John B. I'm about to say, sometimes you think you can upgrade to a prettier girl, you realize that you can't, and you go, you, you run back and you apologize. That's it, man. The bigger man apologizes. <laughs> yeah, man. unless unless you dirt, man, you just end up getting divorced. But anyway, dirt, yeah. man. What, what's your what's your overall overall uh, opinion on things? Do you have anything to rant about? And what's your grades on Microsoft and Nintendo? Well, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm not a Nintendo fan at all. Even as a kid, I wasn't a Nintendo fan. I was a Sega guy, but I understand their audience, and they definitely cater to their audience. Um, now, if I was to grade Nintendo for me, I wouldn't give it a good grade because I don't like their games. But from a guy on the outside looking what Nintendo fans like, it looked like it was at least a B to me personally. Yeah. Uh, that lot like of type of stuff that they love. Now, Microsoft, on the other hand, um, I was extremely disappointed, like I mentioned earlier. I do feel the show had a couple of bright spots. I thought Halo looked good. I thought some other, you know, Gears was a disappointment. Not well. That first trailer with Kate head and the other heads, that was fire, right? Then they showed that escape shit, and I really didn't want to see that like that. Uh, no. But they said they have this plan to show the multiplayer, uh, like the player versus player stuff next month, and then August showing something else, and then in September they're going to show some campaign stuff. But hell, the game comes out September 10th, so... Why, yeah, why did why they wait, wait, wait so long, man? E3 is the stage. The show the single player. Like why? I do not I, understand this strategy. Next week, we'll, show, hmm? I'm sorry. I was gonna say, next week, we're going to talk about this whole fucking um, Aaron Greenberg and, and, and the media when it comes to not the media, but you know what I'm talking about the the commercial aspect of, mm-hmm. of Xbox. Like why why didn't why didn't they use this opportunity to show Gear single player? Why they could have show Escape Mode on Inside Xbox to follow? Yeah, facts. Out. You know that would have been better. This show, I mean, you don't have to show a lot of gameplay. This show a little bit, man. You know, but yeah. So um, there was some bright spots. I actually like that Blair Witch game. That looked pretty dope to me. Um, I believe they said that's. I don't know if it's. A, I'm assuming it's a time 
exclusive uh, for Xbox and PC, that Blair Witch game. And that's coming to Game Pass Day 1. I thought that game looked pretty good. There was a couple of bright spots there. Yeah. But overall, the show was a disappointment. I understand they're getting ready for next generation. Make the show our. Take out a lot of those indies, you know what I'm saying? Just... You know, to show the like the multi-plat stuff, show the couple of exclusives y'all showed and make the show hour. But if I can give a grade for Xbox show, probably be a C minus. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. C- I took your shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's on my <laughs> sh- you took my stick. Yeah. I'm, about to take uh, that. I'm sorry, like buddy. I'm gonna take that stick back and beat violent over the head with it. <laughs> I'm right here, man. Go ahead, Dante talking shit. Go ahead. I talk, motherfucker. You know me. That's why you wanted me on as a permanent member, because I just talk <laughs> shit. Um, so Microsoft, I did. I got to disagree with Pharaoh on the fact that they didn't have time to show gameplay. They had more than enough time mm-hmm. between uh, PlayStation announcing that they were dropping out to E3 to like this. This was planned months in advance. Th- this conference. So if they wanted to show gameplay, they could have shown gameplay. They just chose not to. It wasn't a case of PlayStation dropping out. They, I guarantee you this was their planned conference all along, which to me is the biggest disappointment in the fact that this was their plan all along. I mean, there's a couple of things I'm, I'm interested in. Like, there's obviously um, Gears. I'm interested in that. Um, like there's a couple of games, Master Chief, Cle- Master Chief Collection that got announced as well. That that really is coming to uh, PC, which I'm really looking forward to. I mean, but we all knew that. Um, but and there was a couple of things that like really dropped the ball for me. Like like I said about Battletoads, I heard that music. I was jamming out to that music the moment I saw that art style. It's like I just saw my my mother get murdered in front of me. It just turned to pure fucking horror. Um, Dante, I do have a question. Shoot. The press conference was about an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. If it was two hours and they showed gameplay, would the argument be that the press conference was too long? No. No. For the simple reason, people would have just accepted it because the fact that there was gameplay would satisfy enough people to say, oh, okay. Because the, the argument that I would throw and a lot of other people would throw would be, it was two hours, but they showed they've got a long road plan ahead. They're showing us actual gameplay. That's good. The thing that the reason why as well is because the fact that they didn't show gameplay for games that are coming out so damn soon. Like it wouldn't, it would have turned, it would have turned from this is a trailer for E3 2020 to this is them showing what they have and what they're going to have, which would have been the better outcome. Um, Agreed, man. What's what's your grades, man? C minus. Like C C minus for for Microsoft. Now, as far as Nintendo, Nintendo did what Microsoft did as well. Microsoft did Nintendo did what Microsoft did. They catered to, but they succeeded in it. Should I say they catered to the audience they already had by giving them by giving them games that are coming, but they gave them games that are coming out with gameplay. Like with Microsoft, you had the the Kate and fans saying, "We've got Gears, we've got Halo, we've got Battletoads, uh, we've got we've got all this stuff. We're giving you games that they, they, they were trying to cater to the audience they already had by saying we've got all this stuff coming out for the Xbox and the next Xbox." Nintendo did the same thing. We got all of these games coming out. The difference is, is that Nintendo had release dates, Nintendo had uh, gameplay, and Nintendo knew exactly what their audience wanted as well. Case in point, Banjo and Kazooie for Smash. Not only that, but also fucking Dragon uh, Dragon Quest protagonists 
in Smash as well. Like no one's that that was that was something no one saw coming. Like in my stream, there were so many people who were shocked in my chat about that because no one expected it. Um there's a couple of things I feel like were omitted from the Nintendo conference. There was no Bayonetta 3 news, which I'm upset about. Because that's like one of that's now one of Nintendo's flagship titles now is the Bayonetta series. And no no update on Prime 4. Now I can un now I understand the reason why is because they recently they obviously recently scrapped Prime 4 to and and gave it to Retro Studios. They've got they brought Retro Studios back on uh, back on board to develop it, which I'm all in for. But I would have at least liked like a dev update. Like it it's being made. We don't have gameplay, but we are starting to make real progress with it. Do you know what I mean? So I'd give I def I'd give uh, Nintendo a solid B on that on their conference. All right, man, that's 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 fair grade, man. Fair, fair grade for someone pretty neutral um when it comes to those two two platforms let's go to reggie man what, what do you agree or disagree with with dante what's what's your what's your grades and, and opinions on both conferences uh well i'll start with my bread and butter so uh so nintendo i i really enjoyed theirs and one of the key things that i really enjoyed about nintendo is that the switch and this is what people have been wanting it to be for a long time it's becoming what the vita was supposed to be for me um, they're releasing all of these old RPGs, Tales of Mana, uh, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII Remake, all these other type of things that like I constantly want to play. And for a while, the Vita was supposed to be that for me. It was supposed, the Vita's only purpose was that, oh, let me go back and go through these back catalogs of all these old games. Sony, you don't have to worry about backwards compatibility. Just give them to me on the Vita and I'll be fine. Sony abandoned the Vita, and so they just let that go, you know, die. So the Switch had to step up, and it started to do it. Um, and so I'm really, really happy about that. I'm impressed with it. Um, Nintendo really has found their niche. Well, actually, I wouldn't even say that. They know how to do portable systems properly. They always have. Um, so, you know, big hitters, Sword and Shield looked amazing. Um, it is a little disappointing that we can't get every Pokemon. Um, but I, I kind of understand their reasoning behind it. It would take a massive amount of effort to animate each and every one of them. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 I thought was good. It's great to see Dragon Quest back. Um, Link's Awakening looks fantastic. Uh, I think Fire Emblem is going to be super hype, um, and people are going to go crazy for that game because they love that series just as a whole. Great to see the return of Travis Touchdown with No More Heroes. Uh... What Panzer Dragoon? Didn't expect to see that out there. I didn't either. Um, Ultimate Alliance Three is looking great. So that and because I'm a circle back to that. Um, Animal Crossing. Everybody knew that was coming, so that was good. Great to see Nino Cooney on there. So overall, it was good. My problem: uh, The Witcher, Doom, and Wolfenstein. All great games to show up on there. My problem is though, it's a B for me. Um, because there's still a lot, everything that they showed for the most part was expected. I think Luigi's Mansion 3 was a shock, but it didn't come out of nowhere. It's the third one. They, people obviously like this game. Everybody's already waiting on Animal Crossing. Um, and then a lot of the other stuff is stuff we just kind of always wanted to see on the Switch that it finally came. So we got the Hollow Knight Silk Song, Dauntless, 
Wolfenstein, Doom, Witcher, uh, all of those things. But uh, like Dante said, no Bayo, uh, no Metroid, no Mother, um, or no reboot of any of the other classic Nintendo properties. Uh, Which I'm actually sorry. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna disagree. I'd say that's almost a positive because the fact that they've been pumping out so many remasters and reboots. I think I think that's actually a positive that they might be focusing on even new IPs or existing IPs than just retreading old stuff. I'm I'm certainly hoping, um, but you know, you are the company who built it, uh, put Mario on his back and carried it. So you know, let some of the other characters do some of the work. You know, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was a pretty solid game, um, and a good foray back into DK, who we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, so just just throw a pin of the cast of Smash Brothers. Any one of those people can probably be pulled updated. You know, the Fire Emblem character, Fire Emblem is never going to stop. So they're going to keep going. It's great to see Dragon Quest in there. That wasn't too big of a shock for me in Smash. One, because it's another swordsman, and we got a lot of swordsmen. Um, but two, I was like, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Dragon Quest belongs there. Um, the reveal for Banjo was hilarious, but I, I, I really like Nintendo lives and dies by their old IPs, and it feels like they haven't really been pushing on some of the other old IPs. Where's Punch Out? You know what I mean? Like, where you, you've got the Switch controls, which are basically just motion controls, you just take them off and box with them. Like, where, where's Punch Out? Where's Little Mac in one, uh, two, three boxing? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> one, one, two, three, Switch is a great game, but yeah, okay. Um, I've given up on, I mean, I'll always want it, but I get it. Mother isn't coming. It's probably never going to come. Um, but at this point, why not make, what about Paper Mario? Let, let's throw them back into the mix then. I don't think you're going to make Super Mario RPG anymore. Uh, so, you know, where are those? But overall, solid. I loved it. Um, but as I said, Microsoft, I'm, I'll move in pretty quickly. I, I really think Microsoft got a solid C and a purposeful C. They aren't, they weren't shooting for no one. I think this generation could have gotten an A this conference. It just no. couldn't happen. The Switch might have been the only one that got close because they're on a different timetable. Yeah. Uh, but nobody was going to get an A. You know what I mean? Like Microsoft did exactly what they wanted to do. Again, I really, I agree with Gears because it felt like they treated Gears like it was The Division or Destiny or Anthem, where the the main story mode is the raid. So we're not going to show you any of this information. We're going to show you all the other stuff to do. It's like, well, no, you know, Gears is just a fully sort of base, you know, not single player, but of that mold type of game. It's not a software as a service. So I didn't care about Gears Pop or I didn't care about that, that uh, escape mode wanted to see gears and this is a person who doesn't really care for gears i just wanted to see it gears pop just that that disappointed me i was expecting like i was fine with the concept i i like the idea of running around as a cute little fucking pop character of, of a gears character in third person or whatever but it being a fucking mobile game that yeah. that just killed it for me like I, what I, the I, fuck yeah i don't like this trend uh of mobile games nor do i like this trend of subscription service i laughed out loud with Ubisoft. Well, i'm gonna rant that later i'm <laughs> gonna fucking me, rant that later and so me 15 dollars. i said okay 
Cool. <laughs> I missed that. I All right. Um, but my what I want I want to circle back on to the Avengers game. I have zero clue how to feel about that. But right now, I'm not feeling too great. I'm I'm really surprised that Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is going to be the best Marvel game out probably at some point. Uh, because all the models look a little weird. Their voices are just a little off. Yeah. Uh, and That's... we didn't really get to see too much gameplay. Right. No, but people fucking dare got to. Like, yeah, they, it was playable the there. It was playable at the E3. And from what I've been hearing, a lot of people have been echoing the same thing. The models and the voices are kind of off-putting, but apparently the gameplay is solid as hell. And yeah. look, sometimes all you need is a good solid gameplay to carry you. So I, I guess what I just, I'll, I'll have to look up to see like what exactly uh, people's impressions of it are. But they they were talking a good game about you know the new characters are coming. We're not going to have any DLC or anything like that. Although I'm sure they just worded it in a way where it's like, no, we can still charge you for stuff, just not very specifically what we said we were going to charge you for. Um, so I, I thought that, you know, that was, I, I think that's very interesting. Um, uh, again, uh, if, you know, the biggest news from E3 is Xbox, right? I, I think they did. Okay. I just wasn't that interested in anything, but it makes sense. Like double fine. That was interesting. That, yeah. oh God, pick up. Oh, that's like, the biggest I, sinkhole ever. That, I think that was a big pickup. I mean, yeah. Tim Shaver aside, like pretty good. Um, they're, they're doing their best for the JRPG folks. Fancy Star Online 2. That was a huge pickup. That's a huge sleeper hit that I it will eventually come to the other systems, right? So it's yeah, just gotta wait. Apparently. Yeah, and just give it time. Tales of Arise. I don't I don't know any RPG people who would like, oh, now I can finally play Tales, or at least the new Tales. And like, no, I've got enough between my Vita my switch or my ps4 or even on pc right like uh mm. like i'm most excited for final fantasy 8 the remake like that that was yeah, great yeah. remaster remaster <laughs> yeah um, sorry i've had to correct a lot of people on that because people have been a uh, few people i know have been like oh my god it's getting a remaster it's just as good as final fantasy 7 it's like it's not getting remaked it, it's getting remastered you're getting the poverty treatment here yes mm-hmm. uh the flight simulator game looked good though Oh, God. Like, you guys are hate on Flight Simulator, man. But it is. Like, what's so fun about that game? Like, what are you doing in that game? Years, You're flying a plane, bro. Like, hold on. First of all, who you here actually fight, played the original Flight people? Simulator? I did. It's not about that. Oh, you just flying? Have you, have you played it before, Dirt? No, no. No, I haven't. That's why I'm asking a serious question. Is we You're just flying, flying a plane, bro. Yeah. It looks it, good. It's, it's fun, though. Like, if you actually played the game and you're into those type of stuff where you actually, like, in a cockpit, learning how to fly and land. Landing is the hardest fucking part of that game, by the way. It makes you think, like, I was, when I was in the plane coming back home, I'm think, I was just thinking, I was actually thinking of Flight Simulator. I'm sitting there like, all right, this shit is shaking like shit. What is a pilot doing? You know what I mean? Like, but so, like, I, it gives you, it puts you in that cockpit. There was a story, this is a whole tangent, and um, in Seattle, where a guy, a groundskeeper, uh, stole a plane, and he learned how to fly through using flight simulator. Then he crashed the shit into the sea. But the point being is like he would never have done that if he not played flight simulator. Because oh yeah, he learned. That's why he crashed into the goddamn ocean. <laughs> yeah, well he didn't. He didn't want to kill anybody. He, he was just flying, doing tricks and shit in the air. I think oh. this was like a year ago. And uh, he was like, you know what? This is the way. This is one way to go out. Like this, is, I was like a suicide thing. 
But he stole a fucking plane in Seattle's airport and was doing tricks until the gas ran out. Doc. And the guy was like, "How did he? How did he start that plane? Because it's a hard plane to start up." And he, I mean, he played flight simulator and figured it out. Because they, if, if I remember correctly, they pilots learn on flight simulators and like, yeah, exactly. the game yeah. isn't too far from what they're actually learning. Right, like realistic motions. And I think what recently on Steam, Euro Truck Simulator was like the biggest selling game. One of yeah, like, what? Yeah, that's what I'm you guys are sleeping, man. That's that's gonna be a hit, man. Play some of the back. I'm actually, I'm, I'll play it. After Reggie's done, yeah, I got a quick the game question. Pass. I'll check it out. It is. And actually, so I'm done. Uh, you know, Reggie, I got, I got a quick question for you, then, brother. I got a real quick question. Being the Nintendo guy here, so after this free this year's E3 conference. Do you think that was a silent acknowledgement that the 3DS is now officially dead? Hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, right. I think they are going to try to push it a little bit further and see what happens. But their their two biggest hitters, Animal Crossing and Pokemon, are on the Switch now. Everything's no, coming out for Switch. There's no reason to get a DS anymore. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's, it's yep. dead in the water. And I, I mean, hopefully they give it a good send off. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's over. Like, and I, I think it was purposeful. Right? You like, know what they, they need to do? My personal opinion, I think what they need to do, they need to, uh, I don't know if it's feasibly possible with a firmware update. They need to, they need to officially kill the 3DS and they need to start releasing 3DS games on the switch by being able to connect your phone to the switch and having your your phone as the second screen on the switch so you can use that as like the t the touch screen that would be on the 3ds that's a long ways to ask for nintendo does not have it does what, the, but the hilarious thing is here's the thing. they're not spending anything to get that. <laughs> they're like what <laughs> here's the thing do you want to know the hilarious thing here's the thing you turn around and say that but do you want to know the hilarious thing the citra emulator online does that exact same thing i was just saying Oh, I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm more saying like they. But, um, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, is if they're officially killing the 3DS and they still want to milk some of the games, they still want to start, they still want to start making money off of free 3DS titles. That's one avenue they could go down because eventually, after a certain time, 3DS games they're just going to be bought pre-owned. So they're not going to make any more money off of it. So it's just a way for them to start getting revenue. I need to shut up before I give these companies ideas to start milking more money off of us. Or if, you know, they do a proper virtual console or just bring back the virtual console. They, they fucking need to. They just fucking need to. All our 3DS games on the Switch again. I thought this guy was going to pick up the, the Switch. But, y'all, that's too much Nintendo topic, goddammit. All right, man. <laughs> Kofi, what's going on, man? Before, before I do that, real quick, I just want to touch upon... I get it. Flight Simulator is a joke, but it's a diverse. It's a it's a game. It's, di it's diverse, right? It's a game that this you can't find on any other system other than PC. I, so I'm okay, just saying, I, it, it's it's not a system seller. It's not something you look forward to. But it's like when it showed up, I was like, oh, okay, that looks cool, and it actually does look good. When it, it actually, it's it's actually on Azure clouds and all the and all the technology behind it. That's dope, and it's just one game, one more game that you could play that. You can't play anywhere else. You know, it's a diverse. It's a game that that if if you add it to a a diverse other diverse uh, lineup, it makes it an actually solid game to play. But anyway, let's go to Kobe, man. What's what's your what's your take and scores, man? So, um, Reggie, I guess I gotta kind of disagree with you. And I think Nintendo deserves nothing less than an A minus. 
I think what? that when you look at the games they have out between now and I know some are like in the air for 2020, there's so much variety and there's so much we know is coming. You have no choice but to be happy. I'm trying to lay out why that is impressive. Let me just throw a couple of examples. If you're really into um rpgs so you would have things like collection of mana dragon quest oninaki nino kuni uh the final fantasy set i mean final fantasy 8 uh, remastered um and, and pokemon but if you're more into like something that's more in the nintendo space you have super mario maker you have um, um legend of zelda links awakening luigi's mansion then animal crossing and each of those that i'm naming go across the next four quarters, you know, touching into 2020. Then you have like this space of potential where No More Heroes is going to come out and you have, um, you know, Legend of Zelda um, Breath of the Wild 2. But not only that, there are several developers like um, Dante and you mentioned that are not even on the list that you know is coming. So you, you just feel this like upburst of excitement. I, I, I would challenge you to find a better E3 than what is coming out for Nintendo gamers in this E3. And you, to be honest, not, go ahead. I was about to say, and to be honest, uh, you you could look at it as possible going into 2021 because I don't see the Breath of the Wild sequel coming out until 2021. I agree. I agree. And with same that. with same with Metro. If Metro Prime yes. isn't 2021, Metro Prime Four is a, at least late 2020. And, and oh, there's well, another well, one. Just gonna like piggyback on that is the games that had no no news are the most the, the most exciting for me so like metroid 4 definitely excited for that bayonetta 3 i love um i'm forgetting the name of the developer but i love him platinum um, games and, yeah platinum games but who's the um who's the director on this one who made resident uh devil may cry one uh hideki right researching i forget his name yeah, um, but kofi yeah how can you give a a, a score to a nine to Nintendo, what's the new IP that they're announcing or announced? Did I miss something? Yeah. You're, you're, you're right. And that's you know what I mean? Like, I it has to like... have new IP for it to get a nine. It's a solid conference with a B, but a nine? That's some, gatekeep, that's some gatekeeping bullshit. Right gatekeeping. That. That, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's gate, fucking... No, 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 no. That's true. Needs first of all, first of all, Reggie is the Nintendo guy. He himself <laughs> was like... I mean, we know about all these games. Like, nothing really shocking or new. You know what I mean? It's like, it's okay. It's a B. It just it, you don't I, even play your switch. You talking about it's a nine. That don't make no damn sense. <laughs> but please, please, to, please tell the chat. Like I'm confused. The sheer variety of games. I mean, you have a valid point. I don't think there was a well, wait a minute. There is one new IP. Well, we already knew it. You're talking about new IPs announced at this E3. See, I, I guess I kind of break away from things that were announced at this conference versus things that are coming out that are original IPs, like Damon X Machina. That is an original IP. It's just Definitely. we knew of it and it Celeste an as well. Celeste as well. That got all so so that's a new IP and that got a solid yeah. release date too. Um Trials of Mana is a complete remake and it's not a new IP, but shoot, have you seen that gameplay? It's completely good. Like I mean, it's about really new, if Mana. you're gonna consider Final Fantasy VII newish, right? I, I would think we would count trials as new. Yes. I would completely agree with that. New trials is completely redone. Um, I, I like the fact that Nintendo, a little bit to me, with PlayStation, is spitting on Xbox's face by having Last Remnant remastered. How is Xbox going to have an exclusive from the 360 era and they don't even have the game now? That doesn't make any sense. Good anyway, point. it's me just hating on Xbox. But um, just the sheer variety, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got to stick with the A-. I, I'm very... 
I'm impressed. And I just all know right, man, that's, that's mad high for someone who don't play a Switch. But all right, you're go right. Ahead. You're right. But I, I, I see, I see how Nintendo people have reacted. They were cheering the last time Xbox people cheered was like, <laughs> I don't even want to know. So I don't know, man. I, I'm very happy for them. All right, so moving on. And they, um, they were genuine cheers. They weren't like fucking paid cheers like at Bethesda because they were clearly <laughs> fucking paid actors. Oh my god, yeah. John B said that shit too. Like he said, he, I think he said in the chat. John B from N NC said, "You could tell there were no real fans at the Bethesda conference because yeah. they just came off the stage." <laughs> They're all rioting outside the building. Um, but really right. quick, so Square Enix blew me away. I talked about how Final Fantasy VII remake looked really good. I also say I thought that um Avengers is going to be big trash man like before i saw any gameplay i was like there's no way they can make this game with all these characters and different mechanics and follow the intensity and weight of iron man and hulk when i saw the trailer i was actually kind of like eating crow I, I was like all right mm -hmm. you know it looked it looked it looked pretty good and, and then of course you know they announced like, it looks mad me, kind of stuff yeah I no no, no hawkeye zero out of ten <laughs> yeah no hawkeye and i mean the character models not impressive um i, I do kind of have a qualm with that but i didn't expect it to be anywhere close to that and i really like the developer that's the developer behind the um the game with the guy who's an android with the uh the black uh in montreal right ubisoft montreal is behind it you can tell you can kind of see those type the type of mechanics that they used for um oh my goodness what is the, it's a it's a rpg they made where you play an android um and he's got blades and like that come out the back of his uh like forearms. Ah, I can't remember the name of it. It's got one game and one sequel. Um, but I kind of felt like I saw like similar mechanics between that game and this one. So um, for Square for Square Enix, really quick, I thought they they I think they deserve a B, um, just because their entire conference was great. They started off really strong too. Um, uh, so okay for Xbox, um, again the format was really good. If they just keep that format forever and just fill in gameplay and, and new IPs and exciting stuff about all their massive first party studio, they're gonna be fine. Um the the reason why I can't give them more than like I'll give them a C as well, is I'm so tired of Xbox abandoning the last three to four years of their generations. This might yeah. change because of Game Pass. And where now, since they include the PC you know, community, they might be putting out bangers all the time because they'll find them always profitable. At least that's what they're aiming for, right? They're saying, we don't just have 40 million Xboxes. Now we got as many as people who run Windows 10. And I could see that as um, an incentive for them to keep a consistent release schedule, which they've never done. I, eventually, I'm going to... One, yeah, one, uh, one, one Xbox Game Studio every quarter. That's the, that's the plan. That's the point. Four year. You know, one thing I always harp on is if you look at the release schedule for Xbox versus PlayStation, Xbox always is spicy in their first four years, especially in the 360 era, golden era, in my opinion. And PlayStation, they're kind of dry starting off those first two or three years. And then after like a 2017 for PlayStation was huge, right? You started off with um um what's it called? Uh Horizon Zero Dawn, and then you got Uncharted Lost Legacy, which I really love, and I really love um Gran Turismo Sport, which I know is controversial, but um, I wish that Xbox would do it the other way because you're getting a bigger market with greater impact towards the end of the generation, and you're maximizing that potential. Me, me, and uh, uh, Pharaoh, we argue all the time about potential and actually executing on it. Having the world's strongest console means that Gears Five is the best. It is the best console experience you can have. 
And if it isn't that, I'm disappointed because why do you have an X? Yes, it's backwards compatible. Yes, it upscales 4K. Yes, you can play uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 way better than PS4 Pro. That's not enough for me. So it's more a, a generational disappointment than just E3. Um, and why I wouldn't give, you know, if now let's rate the generation maybe next year and I can rant some more. But um, just to see, I really like the format. I'm excited for Gears, kind of. And uh, yeah, E3 2020, y'all. Hey, can I say something right quick? Go ahead, Dirt. Um, FC, I've said this before on some other podcasts, but I would say this. This has been a bad generation for Xbox, right? Um, mm -hmm. But let's not forget that Nintendo had a bad generation. And also, Sony had a bad generation before. Facts. And they, and all uh, you think about the, uh, like the Wii U, they fix all of their mistakes with the Wii U and the Switch selling like crazy. The PlayStation 3, even though it sold well in the end, that was a bad generation for Sony. Let's be honest about it. And they they fix every uh, fault that they had with the PS3, with the PS4. Now, clearly, Xbox One, even though it's so decently, they get demolished if you want to talk about competition. I believe next generation, they will fix their wrongs. Like, they tried to fix their power issue with the Xbox One next. Yes, the games ran a little better, but not that much better than a pro. But <clears throat> the generation was all already over by the time the X came out. Next generation, now I'm not saying they're going to win. They're definitely not going to beat Sony worldwide. But I do believe the first-party game situation will be better. Not saying they're going to be better than Naughty Dog game or whatever, but the first-party game situation will be much better. So I think that's the first positive thing I can think about going into next generation. But as far as this generation, yes, this was a bad generation, no doubt about it. And I'm Xbox guy, but I have to be honest about that. It's a bad generation. Yeah. Facts, man. You definitely alluded to the versus topic. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Before we get to that, though, Nubs, man, is your mic finally ready, man? Can you get your your opinions and grades of E3? Yeah. Or Microsoft yeah. and uh, Sony. Or uh, not Sony. Fuck, Nintendo. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, ba barely. Not wind tunnel. Like... Fucking wind tunnel. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, all right, man. Go ahead. Make your point, man. Go ahead. Okay, so... I'm just going to list off my grades. Microsoft is a C, C plus. I give Switch an A minus. I give uh, Square Enix a B plus. And EA and Ubisoft are Fs, period. So um, okay. on, on Nintendo. I can't believe you said A to Nintendo, too. Like, what the fuck? All right, so explain to me why Nintendo got an A and Microsoft got a C plus. I, 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 will, get, I will get into that. So, Nintendo just showed me gameplay dude like they showed me gameplay that's coming soon with you know tangible fucking release dates. and i literally kept the notepad during that whole fucking segment and i was just writing i found myself just writing down the names of games that i wanted to like remember like i can just you know throw this on a pre-order or, or a wish list so i can buy them mm. type shit like next thing i know i look down I'm like there's like 14 fucking games here that i'm like ready to buy like <laughs> like it's a lot of fucking money um like shit. So that alone just gave them an you know, an A minus. I, I mean the only reason why they didn't get a perfect score is just because I don't play my Switch enough as it is, even though I really should and there's like some good shit on there. I'm hoping that with this deluge of games I'll I'll play it more. 
I know I, I find it funny that the two who don't play the switch is the one who gave it the higher grade, but the one who right. does play it gave it a B. Like I, I, I <laughs> it's I'm weird. Right. Like when I when I play it, I, I'm engrossed. When I when I'm on it, I'm like in there, you know. But for some reason that that shit comes in spurts. But I'm I'm literally getting like that with a lot of games, like whether I'm on like Xbox, PlayStation, or even fucking PC. Ugh. All right. So, what about Xbox? What, why Xbox. C minus? Oh, C plus. C plus. The, the the lack of gameplay, like, like just the fact that most of the indie shit and all that shit could have been on inside Xbox, and it was like just their whole sequencing and format for that whole show was just fucking sloppy and just irritating. Like outside of Cyberpunk and. Cyber fucking punk Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I just wasn't that enthralled by it. You know what I'm saying? Like I and I understand why they're not. They're trying to push you know the Xbox One console this year, but again, they're not. They really, really, really want to show what next gen can do, and they can't. And uh, we're losing you. Right, the mic off again. He talked. Started talking about Xbox Two. Was like, nope. Cut your mic off. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bare, man. You're going in and out, man. Hopefully, how far are you from the house, man? Uh, like three minutes. All right. Okay. We'll be in time for the versus topic, man. All right. So real quick, let me do my real quick impression on it. Um, Microsoft will be a C plus. And Sony, or sorry, I keep saying Sony. They weren't there, man. Sony gets a fucking Z. But anyway, <laughs> Switch, Switch would be a, a B. I'll say a B minus. Just for simple fact, they are making me get one for the games. That's what you do, right? They got the exclusives in the games, man. You go, you have to play it on that system. You got to go buy it. So that's what I'm. That's why I give it a B. I'm not giving it an A because there's no new IPs oh. for me. Gatekeeper. Uh, I'm, stay, I'm staying with that. No I'm staying with that. Announced at this E3. Let's be specific. I, I'm talking about. I'm talking about this E3. Yes, we're talking about this E3, right? Like, I'm, I'm only basing it off of this. I mean, there's a new IP coming. Uh, was it announced <sighs> at this E3? <laughs> you no? have to make him defend his point. Okay. Don't do that. All right. All right. So it wasn't announced at this E3. All right. All right. Cool. Go ahead, go ahead. Just like, just like, just like there wasn't no fable. If there was no fable shown, yeah, exactly. If the fable was shown, it would have increased my score to a B. Cause that's like my one of my most anticipated anticipated games ever, but and it wasn't. That's why you're never gonna get it. That's why. And then that's why it. it wasn't there. So I gave it even. I had to give it a C. The game it, it can't be higher than a C for me. It just it just can't. Even with the games that they have, they have a lot of games. Which majority of those games I actually will play. Um, but the show itself was not a good show, man. Like the pacing was not great to me. Last year's E3 was a better pacing, in my opinion. It was yeah. too many indies. The indies. Had too much of the of the limelight. Like you showed yeah. a damn game for ten minutes. Why? I agree. Why did you show me Bambi? Like right. bro, <laughs> and that should be an indie like slice. Hey, you and know, this, hey, hey, yo, MC, we can't make fun of uh, like uh, that uh, squirrel that uh, that like exactly, squirrel that we, like, no we can't make fun of that no more. <laughs> I'm like you. <laughs> You were there talking about flying squirrels and what's that movie with the squirrel trying to find like the nothing ice age? You talking about want to be playing ice age, and now you now you got me playing Banji or uh, Bambi like bro. Bambi with a headlight on his head. What a headlight, Bambi with light <laughs> with the antlers on. This is Bambi with a fucking Broadway production. Like no man, like why'd you give me that? I was literally in the cruise ship. My baby was like, like 
you know, you know, you said two hours, you gotta hurry up, man. We gotta go do the show, blah blah blah. I'm like, babe, watch out, man. The Xbox is here, man. Let me, I gotta watch this. And I'm watching it, and she looked at the screen like, is that a fucking deer? I'm like, don't, don't talk. I'm already pitched. Like, and then she's like, you, you really skipping in for a deer? I'm like, listen, I, don't, don't talk no more. I'm mad right now. You just showed me fucking Bambi for fucking ten minutes. Like, come on, man. So many animal experiences. You want to? I, I was hurt. They replaced Fable for Bambi. Like, I can't not defend this shit. It has to be a C minus. Like, it has to. Yeah, I thought it was a C minus. Yeah. But I have to get some positives, man. I'm gonna get that off my chest. Some positives was the flight simulator. Like, even though you guys hate on or whatever, that's mad nostalgia for me. I grew up playing that. Uh, Asia Empires is big. And Age Empires is a new studio, which I found out. I, I don't know if they're gonna stick with that name, but there's a new studio. They for don't have a name yet. They don't have they a name bought, yet. They bought the studio for no, 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 they're they like creating one. They're creating one. Exp- uh, called Age Empires. Currently, it's a placeholder. Age, so it's 15, 14 plus uh, the global the global publishing. So yeah. that, that's big. That means they have more technically more than Sony's, which Sony's at 13. So. Oh, I guess 14 if you clown third global publishing, but 13 oh, overall studios, 14 overall Xbox studios. Like I like I predicted. No, Game Pass, this no listen, this E3's Game Pass was the winner, man. All those games coming out day and day for Game Pass? Yeah. Crazy. Not in a minute. Crazy. All those games. I know I know Dante's a hater with Game Pass, but this shit is amazing to me. Game Pass great, man. Saves me money. And and on the PC version, when I saw Football Manager 19, I was already sold. Imagine oh, yeah. I was already the fact that I'm about to like kill my PC with fucking Metro and I ain't had to fucking pay for it. Like, right. I mean, that's great, man. Like, imagine a single mother buying her kid a uh, saving uh, money man. Xbox for Christmas. Man, she can just buy him Game Pass. Man, that kid is gonna be set for a few months. You know what I'm saying? Like all of those games, not just any game. A lot of games, right? Nice triple A games in there. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Metro Exodus. Like you, uh, Gears Five is gonna be there. Forza Horizon Four is in there. But and uh, like, if you're on PC, they got RTS games in there, man. They got they got the, the dudes who made um, ah, what's 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 they called it? They're real popular for RTS genre. I, I saw Rome something in there. I'm, I wish I downloaded. And oh um, fuck um, oh damn it! I think they're the same guys. You know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah. same guys who did uh um the, the space game. They did that too. Yeah, the, those guys. Uh, those guys are really good, though. So, Assembly Studios. No, no, not Assembly. Not Assembly. Creative Assembly. Like Creative Paradox. Assembly. Is it fair? Paradox? No, they're Paradox then. Because I, I thought you were talking about the dudes who did Alien Isolation and everything. That was, um, I think that was Assembly Studios. Oh, I'm looking at it right here. I, I just got the app. Yeah. Uh, it's called. What the fuck is it called? Imper- Imperator? Rome? Paradox Interactive. Those guys. Yeah, hey, yeah. I actually, I actually popped that too. I haven't, I haven't played it yet. I downloaded. I it, yeah, I haven't played it yet either. I just downloaded. It. Got Rise of the Nations on the PC version. Like, PC slip, man. One dollar. I'm getting all these games. I'm playing right now. I'm playing Battle Chasers Night Night War. So that's a positive. Game Pass is is legit. Um, there's really good talks about the. Uh, I didn't. I wish I was easy. I could try it out myself, but I hear XCloud actually works. According to people that was actually there, that actually tried it. Um, the servers that they were basing upon was in San Francisco, which is what, what 500 miles away or however, however far it is from LA. So that's pretty impressive with no lag. Um, and it, you know, overall, the show's a C minus, and I really don't want to get into, <laughs> into more than that because I'll, I'll probably rage some more, but it is what it is. So let's get into versus. I, oh, no, I, I just wanted to bring up sort real quick. 
All right, go real, real quick, Dante. We gotta real get into the topic. So I'm, a, I'm, a st- I'm a still the crazy motherfucker that turned around and saying that uh, I, we should be paranoid about streams, streaming services, and subscriptions. I'm, I'm a still that crazy guy at this point. You know, oh shit, my bad. You know, only one man. Game Pass is fucking legit, bro. You cannot. There's no negative on Game Pass. Like, you can't give me one. Because now yeah, there's got- no else. There's no fucking else. I can ask a question. Uh, like, I'm sorry, I don't know who just said that, but uh. Uh, uh, Dante said that. Dante, how do you get your music nowadays? Uh, CDs. You you still buy CDs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, so you're one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty. That's pretty. Well, well, I was gonna say I'm I'm with Dante on this. Like, I'm not I'm not here for all of this, man. Like, CD to me, CDs and Netflix, like they're passive. So, like, if something goes away, I just right. want something else. Like, games are active. No, so yeah, it's not I want to play something, either I'm going to have to buy it, but if you build everything behind a subscription now, now you've got to wait till you decide to bring it back. And here's my problem. Yeah, and but I, like, I, like I said, Game Pass is not under that because you can still buy the game if you want it. For at a now. discount. At a For discount. Now. I think what me and Dante are worried about, what does, what does this future look like? You seen if they remove that core function from the Game let Pass me, from the beginning? Me, and I agree with you they remove it, but they haven't. Let's I mean, take let's take Game Pass out of this. Let's take Game Pass out of this. Let me turn around and ask you this. Let's look at you play you play plus now where they're doing essentially the same thing where you can uh, I don't uh, care about this. Yeah. Uh, nah, but you turn around and say you don't care, but here's the problem. In the future, Game Pass could fall under this. So just let just humor me for a second. Because you play you play plus, that's gonna be on Stadia, a streaming service. Which I guarantee you, EA Access is going to be on Stadia as well. All right. So you got these two subscriptions that are going to be on uh, a bot, a streaming service that you're still going to have to pay full price on games for. That on top of that, you're going to have to pay a streaming fee for. So that's ten dollars on top of fifteen dollars on top of fifteen dollars on top of forty dollars or thirty dollars, whatever discount you're going to get through those subscriptions. How long until that shit starts building up? And here's the other thing: How long until all these companies, all these publishers, now start putting stuff? Behind those subscriptions, because now see, every motherfucker's got one. I see where you're coming from, and that is a great point. But that'll be another topic for another day. Let's get into verses. <laughs> just for thought. Just for thought. <laughs> no, don't worry. We'll, we'll get into that. that's a very good, very good topic. But like I said, we don't have time for that at the moment. Um, we'll definitely get to talk about with the what if scenarios. But as of right now, how Game Pass is, it's bro. You can't beat it. You cannot beat it at the moment. You can't. This, the games on there is, is great. It's crazy. Like just look, just look at the catalog. Fucking Metro Exodus is on there, which I could play on my X and on the PC. Right for a dollar, get out of here! Like, like, come on. I beat that in a month, and I ain't gotta worry about whether or not I'm gonna have it back because it's just done. When I beat a game, I keep it moving. All right, so let's get into the verses, man. Pharaoh's team lost last versus uh, a couple weeks ago, so he picked a new topic. The topic is. I believe he said best position. I, I believe the consoles he's talking about best position themselves to succeed coming out of this E3 and for the next E3 and why? It's, it's not just limited to console. Um, okay. I mean, All right, we'll go, we'll go. You you address it then. What, what, what was your versus topic? Uh, out of everyone who had a conference at E3, who best positioned themselves to succeed between this June and next E3? Yeah, so just to next E3, nothing. Yeah, just till, at, just till next E3, not beyond. Also, oh, who's who, who settled themselves up well for next E3? Okay. Who, okay. Who, no, Xbox between the E3s. I think Xbox oh. did because they ain't show shit this E3. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Right, but right. right. Not okay, so okay, so that that's what it is. So Pharaoh, uh, you will definitely. I mean, what, like, you lost, so you pick which one, which angle you're gonna go with it. What do you? What do you What's the console or what, whatever? Which which one are you gonna pick when it comes to this? I'm gonna pick is Square Enix. You're saying Square Enix, okay? So, uh, Kofi, you're the other captain. So, what is your topic that you're gonna defend? Wait, I I was supposed to have a separate topic, or I was supposed to make a choice? No, 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 no. Like, like, yeah. Which one are you picking, Kofi? Uh, Pharaoh's picking Square Enix as the the best positioned. Which console or manufacturer or publisher are you thinking will be better? Better than Square Enix, basically. Oh, I can't believe you didn't say Xbox. That was an easy one. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wanted to take Xbox. I just didn't want to make it easy. So yeah. you already lost, dude. That's the whole point. <laughs> I th- I think yeah. I think I'll take Xbox on this. I could I could take it definitely right. Kofi with Xbox? What? Yeah, I feel so weird. Like, well, wait a minute. So you yeah, because you said out of the people who presented, even though okay, never mind. Yeah, I got to go with Xbox. Wow, all right. So, Pharaoh, because you lost, you pick your team. And Kofi, you get the rest, and then we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. Out of, out of Nubs, Dirt, Dante, and Reggie. Uh, I'll take Nubs to make Tyler's party weak, Kofi's party weak. And I'll take, uh, I'll take, uh, I'll take Reggie. All right, there we go. So, Kofi, you have Dirt and Dante uh, defending the Xbox point of view on this topic. So, let's get into versus, man. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this to Kofi. You start this off. Why would why is Xbox in the best position to dominate till next E3? I can't believe I, you know I'm rocking this awesome Gundam with the PlayStation symbol. I'm about to speak about Xbox being great, but. <laughs> For the win, right? Pick so, your C minus. Tell me how your C minus is gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> he already, yeah, he got you on the setup. Yeah, you already gave me. You already gave a C minus. How are you gonna beat it? I have to take a rule out of your book, Pharaoh, and talk about potential. It's no potential. <laughs> it's, it's it's June to June. Are they I don't, hold on. Oh, Pharaoh, let, let him let him say. You can't rebut yet, man. Let him, let him say his point. Go ahead, Kofi. When we talk about Xbox, we always encounter a great launch of a system that has great games. Let's forget about Xbox One. The original Xbox and the 360 both brought a very dynamic experience like maintaining relationships with devs all over the world. And I listened to a recent interview from uh, from Phil Spencer himself that that he talked about bringing all of his new first party studio leaders in a space where they can collaborate to start to share code, create engines, and start a real Microsoft family that PlayStation has now. My guess is that over the next, I would say from the launch of their console, so when they talk about that in E3 2020, they will have great new IPs that'll be running on the Scarlet and will somehow take advantage of the cloud in a way we haven't seen gaming before. We know that Xbox has been able to focus on changing gaming consistently. I had an Xbox Live account in 2003, blew my mind. I remember the first time, yo, I was a PlayStation 3 owner hardcore. So party chat, I was jealous, I was jealous as crap. It's it's something as simple as that, as being able to chat with your friends doing something else while playing your game of choice. It was very impressive. The, The Xbox brand does a great job of pulling you in in the very beginning. 
and that it's going to be no different. So we're talking up to 2020, getting hype for the next console, all the dev studios that they have. The fact that Phil Spencer mentioned that, even though I know it's controversial, but because he mentioned it, I'm going to bring it up as a point that there are second studios behind Playground Games. And there are second studios at Ninja Theory. So they're going to create this type of rotation, very similar to what Nintendo's doing now, where we don't know what Bayonetta and we don't know with, uh, you know, uh, Xenoblade, you know, my favorites at Monolith Saw. That rotation will begin um, between now and E3 2020. We're going to start hearing rumors because those devs, man, they're, they're already on the dev kits. We've seen that. Um, it, it's going to be very exciting. Here's another great thing I think Xbox could be smart with. We kind of know that there's something around this one skew or two skew debate that Microsoft might be holding back on. If their strategy is to find out more about the space that PlayStation will be in, Microsoft can position themselves to put their upper end console, if they decide to release Anaconda, above whatever the PlayStation 5 is. And I think that combination allows them to not only, as we debated before, have the price of entry <laughs> and the highest end, it gives them um, a chance to brag about all 13 studios and all the unique games they're gonna be making. So that they hit all the points that you want. Plus, the potential of Xbox Live's, uh, I'm sorry, Xbox uh, Game Pass's mm -hmm. service transcending what console space is. If they could say, you could play this on Game Pass anywhere and forget about always having to, what, what I'm trying to say is they can eliminate the droughts that they have at the end of every console generation. If they could sell that fact in between now and 2020 E3, well, who's going to be better? Who's going to be better positioned? Not okay. Stadia. They ain't got no IPs. Uh, I, I, it's going to be good, but you know, they kind of, they kind look, I love PlayStation. I can't wait to buy a steering wheel and Gran Turismo 7. I'm praying that's a launch title, but it's going to be a little bit lackluster because they're going to dig deep and make some, you know, triple A bangers. Okay. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, that, that's my, my starting argument. All right, man. That's competition. <laughs> this is about Xbox versus Square Enix. So, uh, Pharaoh, what's your what's your counter to Kofi's opening argument? All right, so one of my biggest arguments when it comes to Microsoft is, yeah, they showed a lot of games, didn't show a lot of gameplay. But one thing that they always fail at is release dates. They showed all these games, and they all cluster and release around the same time. How can you expect to really sell? Square Enix did a great job of showing titles that were released day one at, at the at the conference such as last remnant you can get that right now so that's one final fantasy 7 is gonna be a banger all right i'm sure the pre-order sales are already through the roof i doubt gears 5 is through the roof right now partly because of game pass um then you also have avengers People, people will settle over time on that one. As they show more gameplay, that's going to sell like crazy. Dragon Quest, people went crazy for that on the Nintendo stage and on the Square stage. So they got they got double that. You just told me how Dragon Quest Builders, you were excited for that. All right. I didn't hear anybody say they're excited for another Xbox game other than me saying I was excited for 12 minutes. So <laughs> Cyberpunk. It's a third-party game. It's coming out on PlayStation. That's a good point, Kofi. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, yes, Xbox did have a somewhat solid show, but they are not prepared 
to go into 2019, 2020, the way that Square Enix is, the way that they set up their their releases for all these games, how they committed to storytelling, how they doubled down and said we're the best RPG studio in the gaming industry, point blank period, and we're going to show you why here at this E3, and they delivered. All right, man. Very good counter, man. Dante, can you stomp this Square Enix, man? And for those in the chat, vote at the. I just posted. Dante just posted a link. Vote who you think is going to win. Please listen to the arguments first, and then vote. And then we will discuss who the winner is on our outros. Dante, what do you think about Pharaoh's point, man? So if we're talking about who, because the argument, the end, the end argument is who's going to have a who's leading up to a more solid E3 2020. Yep. And it's Microsoft for the simple reason is Square Enix has get, has announced games and they've got they've got games going to E3 2020 in games that are going to be coming out after E3 2020. So what are they going to announce at E3 2020 that we don't know about or that what else new are they going to show where Xbox they've set themselves up prime to show us gameplay to show us all these new releases that they didn't even announce at this year's E3 at next year's E3 next year's E3 we could have gameplay for the new uh for a new um Halo for the new Halo Infinite. We could see gameplay for that in the next game, which I guarantee will most likely be a large title. We'll be seeing the next Xbox. There's a great possibility we'll be seeing the next Xbox on full-on specs and even gameplay running off actual hardware of Halo itself. They've got they've set themselves up. As I stated earlier, this year's E3, though poor from Xbox from a technic from a non-gameplay standpoint. This was the trailer for E3 2020, where with with Square Enix, though they had an impressive showing this year, we're seeing what they already have coming out, and more. And some of those are going to come out for Xbox as well. Where if we're talking about who's going to have the next the, the best showing at E3, it's going to be Microsoft because we've got all of this stuff to look forward to for them showing us at Microsoft next year. Fair enough, man. Very, very good, strong arguments, man. Reggie, you have anything to say about Square Enix? Do you think Square Enix is in a better position than Microsoft? Uh, and let me make sure I, I actually understand the, the verses right. It's not, in correct me if I'm wrong, it's not leading up. It, it's everything in between e, this E3 and the next E3. Yes, who's going to have the most success between E3s. Between E3s. It's not who's leading up to have the best E3 2020. Yeah. From now it's into a the stronger next position, a str who has a stronger position for E3? Who positions themselves the strongest coming out of this E3 to have gonna just come out stronger? Like we just got we just got an E3 from all of these companies. Now we expect to them to deliver on most of the stuff that they're happening. Who's going to deliver the most? Um, and right now it just very easily is Square Enix. Xbox isn't delivering much of anything really, or much of anything that's of any interest, right? It's just Gears 5. Um, like, there's the... Uh, and not no discredit to the backwards compatibility, um, but where the, the uniqueness is where Square Enix, if they fail, they fail because the game isn't good. Microsoft can fail because they mess up with Game Pass. They mess up with backwards compatibility. Um, so in any moment they can kind of lose that they can kind of lose industry favor, company favor, the people's favor, 
just based off of something that uh, arguably might not affect any of the games. Gears can be the best game of the next couple of years, uh, but if Game Pass all of a sudden winds up being trash, that's all anyone's ever going to talk about. So if we want to talk about where we at between now and where we're going, where we at between right at the uh, beginning of this new E3, I mean, we're talking about Romancing Saga 3. We're talking about the new IP. Was it on Onanaki with that very nice lady who everybody liked at E3? Um, there's the Final Fantasy VII remake. There's the Avengers game. Uh, there's Dying Light. There's Outriders. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of games, let alone now that the Switch is embracing its sort of feel as this JRPG system, all of the old JRPGs, most of from the mostly made by students, are going to probably show up on there. So now everyone is getting an opportunity to play Dragon Builders. Everyone's getting an opportunity to play Last Remnant. Everyone's getting an opportunity to play Final Fantasy. I think uh, Pharaoh made a good point. Oh, I, I think Pharaoh made a good point is where uh, no one even really mentioned any game that they're excited about from Microsoft here, except for 12 minutes. He was the only one who ever brought it up. Um, like, and that that's telling, right? Like, because we're not excited for the in-between from this E3 to the next one. We're excited for the next E3. That's the only thing we're looking forward to for Microsoft. We're looking forward to Final Fantasy VII dropping in this year. We're looking forward to all these other games dropping before E3 of next year. We're looking forward to Microsoft's E3 next year. It's just like the football analogy, right? Like if your team is bad, we're not looking for forward to this NFL season because this is just our rebuilding year. We're looking for that next season where all of our rookies have become, where our team is gelling and all our rookies are a bit more solid. And now that next year, we can go forward. We're not looking forward to anything happening in the year going up into our building period. Xbox is in that building period. It's fine. They can do that. Uh, Derek mentioned it. All of the companies get a chance to be in that building year. But just like the Wii U, nobody was looking forward to what happened after the Wii U and E3, except for maybe Smash. But when the Switch dropped, it changed the whole thing. It's like, oh, okay, now we look forward to this. You know, we've said it time and time again. This is just Xbox's. This is why it's gotten to see. It's fine that it's got to see. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. We need to take a break. We need to pull back. We got a new man in charge. He's telling you guys, bro, I promise you, come next time around, we're going to give you everything you want. Next time around ain't here yet. And if the question is where we are between then and next time around, Square mm-hmm. it sits at a better position. Hmm. Dang, he's making a lot of points, man. What's going on, Team Microsoft? Dirt, man, yeah. can you save the day? Damn it. Forgot I'm going to try my best. Now, first off, I would like to say that you made a good point where you said uh, our boy Philip said, you know, they're holding things back for E3. And I quote, he said the best thing about this year E3, it was actually an interview on Xbox on YouTube channel. The best thing about this year's E3 was we didn't show everything we have to show Uh, with that being said uh we have inside i'm sorry not inside uh xbox xo dropping in november now i'm not saying they're going to announce any big games uh gears 5 is going to be big we also have bleeding edge 
I know the game, it doesn't have a release there yet, but you're going to be able to play the beta. Get a feel for the game uh, next week, I believe. Uh, you know, yeah, so I'm signing up right now. Yeah. Throughout the year, there's still going to be things to talk about. Like I mentioned, they have an XO. There will be some more Xbox news. They have those inside Xbox shows to keep everybody Xbox fresh in everybody's mind. Now, uh, what's the uh, Avengers and Final Fantasy VII? Those are the two big games you guys really like think for from Square Enix. My opinion. I mean, to me, that's the two big games. And Dragon Quest for Nintendo. Okay. Uh, those two can now those games are coming out next year. They have release days. They're coming out before E3. So we're talking about in between these E3s, right? That's that's what this is about, right? In between these E3s. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. So it's not about E3 itself. It's not about the next E3. It's about who's gonna do best between the E3s. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So like I said, uh, we also have a lot of uh talk about the new consoles we have a lot of xbox news in in uh the air what's going on with xbox what's going on with xbox now next year we have some more rumors about other things happening from uh you know fable maybe in in exile i mean exo in uh, london they will announce some more studios uh you know i don't know exactly what square enix is doing besides those games we know nothing what xbox is doing uh, so I believe by the time E3 rounds comes around, Xbox will have more to talk about. I mean, and plus all those games are going to be Xbox anyway, right? True. Good, very good point. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. I'm not much you of a know, player, forget about Ori. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Ori is coming out next February. That has a release date for February. What is it? February 2020 something, uh, 22nd or something like that. I'm not sure, but I don't know, man. No, nah, I mean, you made you made a very valid point. You talked about all the stuff that Xbox is doing and all the things about Square Enix also kind of benefits Microsoft. So technically, who actually wins? Anyway, Nubs, you're the last one, man, defending Square Enix. Do what what can you rebut of off of dirt and what why would Square Enix be in a better position to dominate between the E3s? Uh, hello. Rest in Nubs. My man Farrell was so confident he picked two people or picked one person and Reggie. He didn't even need nubs. Because <laughs> freaking Phil, man, he's yeah, uh, he's a hater. <laughs> That's why <laughs> he's no Doug Bowser. He'll never be Doug Bowser. <laughs> All right. All right. So right now I'm looking at the uh the chart. Actually, let me see who's in strong position. Can you hear me? Square. Yeah, there we go. There we go. You got okay. go. Do your thing, man. Do your rebuttal. Right now, Square <laughs> Enix is winning by a lot. Holy shit. How about you guys vote, man? Like <laughs> Who is in a better position? Go ahead, Nubs. All right. Um, so to touch back on, you know, Xbox has, you know, a couple other little sporadic events spread out there. It's still an unknown commodity at this point. We all tried to get our hype up as far as this E3 going into, oh, they're going to do this and that. And like majority of us were, you know, like meh about it, though. So, what Square Enix has as an advantage is there's hype, but there's like tangible things that correlate with that hype. You've seen it, you know it's real, you know exactly when you're going to get it. It's not, hey, wait till next year, or we're not going to talk about it yet. Like it's it's not not deflection. Like we're we're starting to like 
we're literally in the middle of like a Japanese game resurgence right now between like Capcom being on their shit and Square Enix getting back on their shit. Like this is a, an amazing time. And you know who's not really contributing to that? At least leading up to next June outside of xCloud, which some people are scared of that. Some people, you know, are all for it. And some people are just like, meh. Square Enix just Square Enix hit. has a game of the year candidate. Microsoft exactly, and Microsoft has nothing. <laughs> There's nothing there. There's nothing there because it's vapor. We don't we don't know until they've shown it or or like officially talked about it. We don't know. And that's correct. I've spent the last six years in the dark, <laughs> not knowing shit, until it finally happened. So I I, I just cannot give them the benefit of the doubt going up to next C3. So they got a wow. game that's coming on in a few months. What about Square Enix? And they're, they're not Ooh, showing anything of this game. Oh, yeah, hey, we got a game coming out in three months. We got Last Remnant today. Isn't that an old game? Is that a it's an old game, though, ain't it? Yeah, come on, man. But we got it. <laughs> on Switch. Isn't, isn't that a, ba- a backwards compatibility game? A compatibility game? Can you play that or no? Yes. Um, oh, is it? Hmm. So I, I got last, one last, thing to bring yeah. up. Let's do let's do the quick rebuttals because right now Square Enix is winning. You guys can still vote. By the way, Dirt, you can vote on yourself. Vote for Microsoft on the uh, Straw Pro. Right now it's sixty four percent to thirty six percent. Come on, guys! Yeah, it's not never too late. Never too late. Go ahead, Dante. Do your rebuttal right now because you guys are getting stomped. Yeah, the one rebuttal that I completely fucking forgot to bring up, even though this, I then again knowing this, this. uh company that i keep might end up being a negative there is something that microsoft is does have and it's major going into next year's e3 as well leading up to it they're invading the pc market mm-hmm. yeah. like they've got game pass going on right now and you can guarantee yourself they're going to be releasing a lot of more they're going to be releasing a lot more games going into e3 next year and one of the biggest one thing that that i completely fucking slept on i can't believe i forgot this they've got the master chief collection coming out on pc mm. that's Good not point. just that's not just halo uh halo uh, that's just not the master chief collection that's gonna have halo reach with it as well remastered mm. Yeah. And all of that is coming to PC. Now think about that. Halo anniversary, Halo 2 anniversary, which look fans which look great on Xbox and Xbox X. Imagine what that's gonna look like on PC. Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo ODST, Halo Reach, all on fucking PC at glory 60 frames per second with graphic options. And I guarantee fucking to you at this point, if they're releasing the Master Chief Collection. Well, divisive or like it or not, that is going to indicate Halo 5 is coming to PC as well. Oh, that's a given. So imagine that is huge for for Microsoft going into next year's E3. The fact that they're releasing the entirety of their fucking Halo franchise on PC. And they're, that that's a big hammer into a new market for Microsoft themselves, which they've neglected. And they're going to hammer that going into next year's E3 with a lot of games, in, like I say, including um, Gears of War 5. That's coming out on PC. So what else? I mean, we've, we've got Crackdown 3. I mean, like it or not, that's still 
them invading a whole new market in the PCs in the PC gaming space. All right, man. So going into E3. All right, let's let's do the outro and I'll announce the winner at the end. Definitely vote, man. You guys still got a couple more minutes. I appreciate you guys listening in. Hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell where you get the weekly content. So let's do an outro. First, let's, let's introduce again our special guest, man. Thank you very much, Dirt, for coming through, my guy. Tell people Thank where you, people man. can find you. And, uh, yeah, what you got going on? Check out my channel, uh, Dirt Griggity. Um, I just pretty much, I'm the Xbox guy, but I talk about all things gaming. I think I'm funny, but I don't know if I really am. Um, and I have a podcast on Wednesday nights at usually 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Scram Punks with uh, – MM2K, Nito, Snow Bunny, and you know, once in a while, FC will come through. Uh, yeah, so check it out. I just posted your channel in the description or in the chat. Definitely subscribe to this man, man. He, and he is funny, man. Dirt, dirt's hilarious, especially that Shimu topic. I'm telling you, you <laughs> go check it out. You will not be disappointed, especially a hater like Reggie. Anyway, <laughs> man, again, appreciate you coming through, my guy. Left to right, nubs, man. Do your outro. Hey, yo, it's Lord Button Nubs. You can find me on uh. Bay Sensei and on Instagram at Jubay underscore gamer tags and links to my various pages, my Facebook, my uh, YouTube loud. So um yeah, it was a great show and uh, we'll see you next week. Fair enough, man. Dante Crisis, the resident uh, the 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 mink in this group, man. Do your outro, my guy. I thought you were almost going to say the resident white guy. Uh, yeah, you can <laughs> in this case, yeah, <laughs> you can find me at Dante Crisis on Twitter and Dante Crisis on YouTube and Twitch. I'm currently doing a playthrough of uh, Days Gone. Still, I'm really enjoying that. La Noir as well, and over on my Twitch, uh, I'm playing Mass Effect Andromeda and Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. That's what's up, man. Kofi, do your outro, my dude. What's going on, everybody? It's uh, creative at underscore Kofi on Twitter and Maxwell3000 on PlayStation Network. Um, as you know, I'm just a really intense import gamer. I'm still really excited about doing uh, Japanese to English translations. Obviously, the news kind of surges around this time of year, so everything it really gets translated fast, I think, by people dedicated to the job. But I will be t- tweeting out... Um, the Mitsu guide highlights and you know like their HD covers. I get I get the uh, direct downloads from uh, from Famitsu, um, you know every uh, twice a month. So you guys can definitely follow me. You can see any updates. I might do some simple translations on my feed. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. That's what's up, man. Definitely check it out. And if you haven't, go, if you become a Patreon to see all that content, we have a lot of stuff on there, and we'll be adding more to it. Pharaoh, do your outro, my guy, man. What you been up to? Oh, what, what you got going on, if, if anything? Hey, it's your boy Pharaoh. Uh, I don't really have much going on right now, but you can find me on Twitter at Pharaoh Bizarre. Find me on Xbox at Bizarre5000, PSN at Bizarre5000. Reggie, man, resident Nintendo head, man. What do your outro? Hey, man, as always, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me in Pallet Town. I just picked up my t- ticket to go to the Gaylor region. So, FC Dante, I will be hanging out with you, Pokemon. Uh, you can show me the lay of the land. Um, and, you know, that's about it. Always have a great time to be here. Facts, man. And in the winner of this versus, man, 
Farrell had a mission in mind to get that to get that dub, get back uh, you know, on the winning column. And he wins this versus topic. Square Enix with 67% and Microsoft with five votes, 33%. So yeah, Kofi, he set you up, man. He he definitely set you up. Yeah, so anyway, Xbox hate, hate, man. It's Xbox yeah. hate. And He's I, an Xbox guy too, man. He set it up so it's like, no, Square Enix had the best showing, obviously, with the Square Final Fantasy. He just it's hard yeah. to debate that, especially with yeah. Kofi. But it's yeah, all good, man. Exactly. I'm biting against what I love. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, it's all good because you will be able to break that tiebreaker because the next verse of topics is yours, my friend. Anyway, that is it, man. I appreciate you guys checking us out again. And again, we'll be back next week. And uh keep it gaming, you all right? Be out, be out with right, Be easy. Peace.